0: You're fucking
1: strong. Like. Yeah, I can sling it. Sling is dick. <laughs> Welcome to Gentleman's Podcast. I am the award-winning chef, Chris Fusen. Sitting to my left is my cohort major, Nate Brown. Joining us on the phone all the way from war-torn somewhere is the red-blooded American, Corey Florence.
0: Burr, I am in the great borough of Owen's. Nice. Nice.
2: How much barbecue have you eaten yet? None. Good call.
0: For look, I like moonlight and the sides are great, but what I have to deal with to go through there, it's not worth it.
2: Yeah. Okay. And we've talked about this a million times, but mutton is just overrated.
1: It is very overrated. Which is funny because um, I, I was looking up like. What's the signature barbecue for? You know, you got like Kansas City and and all that shit. Yeah, Kentucky's signature barbecue is mutton. I know, which, which blows my mind. Yeah, I
2: don't, I don't like that.
1: I would have accepted like gri- like horse,
2: yeah, brisket. Well, the problem is like there's already a claim on all the other places. You know what I mean? Like that was the only thing that was different that. Somebody try to lay a claim to. So. No man,
1: but we got you know we got our history with the oak barrels and stuff like that. We could have just been like, oh yeah, Kentucky has a unique smoke style with the white oak. Yeah, I mean, you know, someone could have fair. done that, but no, we just hacked up some sheep. True story.
0: Hell, even like venison or elk or something. Venison. I mean,
1: yeah, barbecue yeah. venison's hard though. Well, yeah, I bet it would. Well, it'd be. be a marinade game, really.
2: Yeah, it'd be all. Yeah, or brine If you brine, brine
1: Yeah you'd it. have to do a Yeah you'd have to Brine the shit Out of that thing Like a water brine Not a Brine siffer
2: <laughs> nah, You know
1: Ah yeah. uh, Damn
2: Blanked out there Alright
1: short episode Thanks for listening Alright we'll see you next <laughs> week you see you see uh, I, I'll see you I'll transition Off of that Um
2: Corey, I know uh, I talked to you about it a little bit Sunday, but our listeners haven't gotten to hear about this. Uh, so, over the weekend, uh, Chris and I were supposed to play in a golf scramble God damn it. on Saturday. Uh, we go to Cainwood Golf Course. We uh, waited, we probably what, waited an hour, I'd say, at the course. Probably an hour, yeah. Maybe a little longer. Uh, obviously, it was raining, storming pretty bad. We had a couple beers. Uh, waiting, and then they decided to cancel it. So that was uh, that was a bummer, unfortunate. Uh, from the point that they canceled it to uh, the rest of the weekend, I don't think it rained a drop. No. After no. after cancellation, not one fucking drop of rain got rained. No. Uh, but <clears throat> so we decided to go back to my house uh, and play uh, golf on Xbox. <laughs> I forgot about this.
0: One.
2: Yeah. So two two main things happened here. Uh, one, we're on the way. Uh, Tommy blows us off and says, hey, I'm not going. Then uh, Chris is texting him on the way to the house and uh, apparently talked him into coming over to the house and then completely blew him, blew him off. So <laughs> he never sent Tommy the address. So Tommy never got to actually come over to the house. So I want to say personally from the bottom of my heart, Tommy, if you're listening, I'm sorry that you didn't get to come over. I what just
1: a- I want to apologize from the bottom of my heart for that entire Saturday. Yeah. Because he He tried to not come. He was messaging us very early that Saturday morning just being like, It is raining, it's ass off, blah blah blah, you know, and I was just I was boring into him, just like get your fucking ass up here. We're all about to play, get up here, drive fast, you piece of shit, blah blah. blah. So we drag his ass out of his house through a monsoon yeah. to Georgetown to sit for about thirty minutes and then and then <laughs> to go back home. Yeah. Uh Unfortunately,
0: you had a you had a kind of a shitty Saturday just in general. it sounds like.
1: And then it was so funny because I was I was I was putting on my best sales pitch to go to your to go back to your house and drink and play golf on Xbox, and and then like we went I can't remember we left I think to go get beer I think maybe.
2: Oh, we did. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. And
1: And like on the way back or something like that, I looked at my phone and he had texted me and he said, What's the address? And it had been like a half hour. (laughs) I was like, Son of a
2: bitch. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I just want you to know, Tommy, uh, Chris did it completely on purpose, uh, but I had nothing to do with it. (laughs) I felt so bad. uh, So then, so then we, you know, we go get beer and we start playing golf. And my man over here, uh, Chris, I would say at this point, we probably had six to seven beers. That's yeah. that's I mean, like we're not talking about like we just got hammered because I mean it was still early in the morning. Uh, so
0: real quick, I got a text, and I think was it nine nine thirty or ten thirty or something that said we're the the scramble was canceled. We're going to Nate's to drink if you want to come over. And I said, this was way before twelve o'clock, and I I just looked at it and I was like, oh.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was probably like ten, I would say, when that got sent out. So we get to the house, uh, and of course we start playing golf. So uh, the f- the first round I won, uh, second round Chris won. So you know we're, we're definitely at least going to play one more. Uh, and this is where things got interesting.
0: Uh, <laughs> our boy,
2: our boy over here. We got about three or four holes. Well, let me let me back up. I will say this: we
1: played eighteen and tied. Yeah, we on
2: this. That was the second one. That oh, that's it? right. Yeah, one. so. The on the second round. one, uh, we played eighteen and tied. You must have won the first one then.
1: Yeah,
2: because that second one's the one I won. Yeah. But, so Chris won the first one. The second one, we tied after eighteen, so we just started playing another eighteen, uh, and whoever like got the lower score on the hole ended up winning. Yeah, right? Whoever that, won we ended the up first playing hole. what? Fourteen holes. Yeah. Before we could break the tie, because every time you fucked up something up, I would fuck up too, or vice versa. So, we actually ended up playing almost four rounds, really. <laughs> but um, so on the third round, the tiebreaker, <laughs> I look over after about the third or fourth hole, and Chris is starting to like, get, he's tired, man. And I could tell like he wasn't just like passing out from drinking. Like it was, alcohol really wasn't the issue at all. He was just, my man was just fucking exhausted. But it was funny because he was falling asleep in between swings. But he, so he would he would like close his eyes and be I mean he was asleep. I'm not talking like he's just resting. Like he would be asleep and then as soon as I hit my shot, he would just wake up and know it was his turn, hit his <laughs> shot and then close his eyes and go back to sleep. So it would fuck him up when like he'd fall asleep or like I would hit my shot and he would think it was going to be my shot again or something and it'd be his shot and he would fall asleep and then like it was, it was like the amount of time, like through your brain off or something. And then you wake back up and be like, Oh shit, it's my turn. And then you hit your shot and you'd fall back asleep. Do we played, we played about 15 holes that way where Chris just slept in between every single shot. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. The it was impressive. That
0: You were describing it to me Saturday night, dude. Like me and Teresa both were fucking howling. It like it like cuz I I've, I've seen it before she's never but I've seen this before yeah but the way that you had that time clock somehow in your fucking head He does and, <laughs> and the
2: crazy thing was like you know we've also seen Chris like start to nap when we're playing golf but he'll just lay his head back on my couch and then he's gone yeah you know what I mean so yeah. uh so it wasn't that he was like it was it was like he was like lean forward that was a funny thing so he was like you could see he was definitely asleep i tried to get some pictures to send out to everybody but Every time I like, every time I would turn my phone towards him, it would wake him up. So I didn't get any good <laughs> pictures. But so then,
0: one quick question though, Nate, I don't think I asked you this Saturday. Did he throw a chaw in?
2: At one point, but not while he was napping. Now no, he didn't right. have a chaw no, in. Okay. And then, but then, so then the funny thing was. Like, finally, the the round is over, and Chris just lays down. Like, I mean, it wasn't even like he was going to fight it. He was like, all right, he's like, I've been fighting for an hour to get through that round. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm going to take a nap. So he lays down to take a nap, and my man slept on my couch for five hours Saturday. <laughs> that is not an exaggeration. It was five hours. I watched the U.K. basketball game. He slept through all of that. or Actually, first we were watching the, uh, the Scottish Open, uh, that was probably about an hour and a half that Chris slept through. He slept through the entire UK basketball game, and then I started playing. Uh, oh, I started playing a movie. Cause I was trying to find something just on 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 uh, DirecTV and Robots. The animated movie Robots was on. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it before, but I just kind of threw it on to have it on in the background. And I got up and was like cleaning the house up and shit. And finally, finally, Chris <laughs> woke up about halfway through that movie. So. I the, way,
0: the way I pictured when he was describing to me was like, you're just the man on the couch that just is randomly going to squat and try to claim it. Oh, but yeah. like, he was just going about his day. Like he'd do laundry basically. and he'd come back up and you might adjust it. Yeah. And basically. Like, you know, like he had a basically a full day and you just were there. Yeah.
2: Like. Well, it was funny too. Cause I said, man, when he finally woke up, I was like, man, did you have a good nap? And he literally always said to me was, man, let's be honest. I went to sleep. <laughs> He's like, I went to bed. That wasn't a nap.
1: <laughs> Nate, I woke up, and Nate was like, hey, uh, I'm going over to Corey's house. He's like, I can run you home. And I was like, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, because you didn't have a car at my house. That was yeah. the other thing. Did you was, know what day it
2: like, was, Chris? What yeah, you no, I was him? fully aware of everything. Like he, When he woke up, he, he's, he goes, man, I honestly was full and ex- fully expecting it to be dark already. Like, yeah. I slept through the entire day.
1: <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like. You I were didn't. Out, man. I didn't wake up any earlier. I didn't go to bed any later than I normally do. Yeah, we were just at your house, and it was like, I don't know. It was quiet. the 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 sectional was was slapping. You know.
0: Yeah. It, it was funny because like I got a couple texts from Nate uh, <clears throat> towards the end of the, like, or well, not towards the end of the day, but like getting towards like the time where we might be trying to think about what we're gonna do. You know, that night. And he was like, "Hey, what's up?" And we started shooting text back and forth, and I just was like, "Is Chris still there?" And he was like, "Yes." <laughs> I was sure like, still kid, sleeping. Make I do day, part two of the day. And Chris is still just sleeping.
1: <laughs> I think it was the Jersey Mike's did me in, dude. That Jersey Mike's was clutch. Jersey yeah. Mike's does put you in a coma. No yeah. I I got a a gigante, like the mm. big sub, mm. and fucking housed it like like fucking. Uh oh, never mind. There you go. I couldn't I still- when we ordered that. Chris ordered it for us, and I
2: like I I can't remember oh. I can't remember any other time that I've had Jersey Mike's. Like I really didn't know what to like go off of. What the so I have just told Chris, whatever you order, order me the same thing, uh, and whatever that sandwich was, it was. You, I got the smaller version, but, I dude, that shit was yeah. deep. Delicious. I
1: fucking
0: love Jersey Mike's, dude. <laughs>
1: and we got the rosemary Parmesan
2: bread. You talked to me about that. like Before we ordered it, he was selling me on this rosemary Parmesan bread for like an hour. And I was like, dude, I already told you, just give me what you get, man. Like, I want the <laughs> bread. Like, give me the bread. You don't have to sell me on it.
1: I'm sold. Uh, it was so good. Uh, yeah, and then it proceeded to not rain ever yeah I mean, that I, was the most infuriating thing. it really was is if we had if they had said, hey, everybody, go home, come back in like three hours, we could have totally played that scramble we
2: could we could have I mean, it would have been soggy for sure it would have been soggy, but we could have played it and if they'd have just said, let's wait thirty minutes, we can go like you know, nobody probably went out to that golf course that day no because you couldn't have most people wouldn't have realized that they could get around in until about noon. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there are a few people, but it wouldn't have been packed, I guess is what yeah. I'm saying. Like,
1: I think p- part of it, too, was like, I bet the dude, the actual dude that works at Canebo was like, you guys are not going to do Carpath only. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> you know, because sure. trust me, hole one, nine and 18. Yeah, we'd probably be on the car <laughs> Yeah, path, that's about it. But that's about it. Yep
2: but yeah and there was like standing water everywhere. i mean even at the club i mean all around yeah. the clubhouse like it was everywhere uh so, i went and played um uh, sunday with my neighbors at uh big blue and even
1: sunday it was still soppy soppy yeah. wet uh so Corey, they ended up still they gave us a rain check so i have a free round at canewood whenever so does nate actually but uh but then they also gave us out like our door prizes. They also gave out first, second, and third on a random draw. I'm assuming we didn't get that.
2: Oh, did they really? I didn't yeah. know that. Oh yeah, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, they were going to randomly draw something for first, second, third. I'm assuming we didn't get it. That's a fair.
2: I
0: heard, I heard your uh, your door prize was fan. Yeah, that's where
1: I was getting at. So Nate is a curse. Yeah. Nate is a curse. When it comes to door prizes. (laughs) Uh, That is fair. It started with a uh, Remax visor that he got at the Country Club Scramble that we played that he loves. Yep. yep. Apparently, apparently he loves it so much that it's at my house. Uh, (laughs) I don't even know where it is. It's hanging on the coat rack out there. Nice. Um, And then, so this scramble, they they had some decent prizes. Like, Tommy ended up with a a really nice bottle of bourbon uh, to take Mm -hmm. home. I think he got his money's worth. Actually, yeah, he got he got a bottle of Redemption Bourbon. I mean, that's he got his money back. For yeah, he sure. got his money back. Um, and then uh, Nate opens his envelope, and at first it had a Culver's gift card, which Nate was fucking pissed about that. And I was like, trade. Yeah, I don't like Culver's. It was
2: well, it, it wasn't the Culver's wasn't necessarily. I saw the Culver's card, and that like kind of threw me off because I don't love Culver's, but it, it it actually ended up being like a it's like a. A free meal, basically from Culver's. The thing that I saw that pissed me off, though, because I saw them simultaneously. It was two free fries from Bojangles. (laughs) So I was like, "What the fuck!" But then uh, I also got a uh, eight piece family meal, complimentary on uh, on Bojangles. That's actually pretty pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good one.
1: I (laughs) did not also (laughs) got an envelope, and when I opened it up, it was a gift card to Panera, which is n- not not <laughs> my favorite restaurant. Not even in your top 50? Not even close. Oh, and it funny. was for a fr- a free pick two, which is like the shittiest thing you can yeah, that's get.
2: That's like their seven ninety nine lunch menu.
1: <laughs> well, at Panera, it's like $30, so that makes it really better. Say it's $17.99 at Panera, yeah. but... Fucking pissed. And like, with a pick two, you can't just get like two broccoli and cheese soups, which is their best thing. Yeah. Uh, so I was pissed about that. Luckily, uh, you know. So Jamie has a nice gift card to Panera whenever she wants to use it. Yep. I get a free round of golf for seventy five dollars. Yep. Oh, uh, you fucking tick. What did What did yeah. Wally get? I don't. I never saw Wally open his. Did he
2: open his? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Though. It was another gift card. I. Thought. Oh, it was. It was a. He got a twenty five dollars gift card to uh, Dix. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That was. That was a Dix. decent one. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude. I thought you. I thought for sure you saw that. Cause- no, I would have been way more pissed if I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fair. That is fair. And then we didn't even get to use our drink tickets because they couldn't figure that out. The girl, the, one of the girls that was organizing it, somebody deferred me to her and she was like, oh, she's like, go to the clubhouse. And the, I was like, the guy in the clubhouse told me to come out here. And she's like, oh, well, I hadn't really thought about that yet this early in the morning. And I was like... <laughs> this is a, right. yeah.
2: she said that right in front of me and Chris were both standing there I tried to figure out what to do and she said that and I was like I guess we're supposed to feel bad for already drinking three beers like, <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> it, is,
1: it is it was 9 30 in the morning at a golf scramble you should have you should have already been serving yeah yeah for sure but oh yeah, well free round at Cainwood I saw they had a bunch of openings this weekend but apparently it's gonna rain so again um, shocker yeah which, by the way, segue into the rain. Uh, the rain can fuck off because it has the weather has timed itself out perfectly. Do you, this, you ever see the rain? Uh, <laughs> let's see, have, I you, ever, ever have, have rain? you ever seen it? I've ridden, a, ever? I've ridden a horse through the desert with no name. <laughs> oh shit, dude! Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I almost fucked that up. <laughs> you did, you it, did,
2: but you actually delivered it perfect. Yeah.
1: That was good. I thought there was rain in those lyrics, and there is not. <laughs> no, there's definitely not, but I mean, it was still funny. <laughs> but so I'm pretty sure the rain, I'm pretty sure the weather knows uh, when I have mowed the yard. Uh, because every time so far, the last four mows, I've mowed the yard, and then right before, like right now, I should mow the yard right now. Yeah. It is going to rain for the next five days. Yep. That's what
2: I mowed today. because I didn't I wasn't at work, so I would've had the chance to mow it like noon. Yeah, before uh, before yeah. the
1: little shower came through. Yep. Yeah, so it's gonna rain for the next five days. So again, when I go to mow the yard, it's going to be a hayfield.
2: It sucks because it like that's happened to me. Like honestly, if I hadn't been able to mow today because I'm going to, to on vacation this weekend, it would be like another ten days before I could mow. So oh like, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it was it's all it was already bad today because because the same thing it just keeps raining every time you get a chance to mow.
1: Yeah. Uh, Corey, this, this Nate's vacation doesn't count towards the tally because it's one of his pre preset ones that we already know about. Yeah, no, I was I already was uh, up to date on that. One. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, I'm
2: only going to have two vacations this year, so yeah. Hey, we're proud. We're proud of yeah, you. Yeah, it's dude. it's it's hard to
1: quit. You know? My strange my strange addiction. <laughs> I'm addicted <laughs> to You're weaning off. I'm addicted. I'm addicted to vacation. I'm addicted to you. Oh, nice. I'm trying.
2: Thank you. I I oh, want like to <laughs> uh, I, I tell the listeners about that. I was going to bring that up. So like the last what like three or four times we've all hung out, we've been like. Pumping in song lyrics to our conversation. Yeah. Like, and it's actually been impressive. Like, even when we're drunk, actually, I'd say probably when we're drunk, we're better at it, but yeah. uh, our ability to, like, pump lyrics into and, and, like, not and streamline it and not, like, lose a beat and it be awkward has been pretty impressive, yeah, I think.
1: I do this, so I actually do this to Jamie all of the time.
2: Right. Me as well, but we've
1: never done it all together. I do it to her so much that she's annoyed by it. Right. Right. Uh, and and na- but now she's her, But well, she was annoyed <laughs> by it. But now she thinks it's funny, and now she's starting to do it. So we basically we're just we're we're just re- reading poetry back and forth. <laughs> right. Like, no one's singing. That's, that's you know? true love, right
2: there. Bro. Do, you ever, do you ever get the snaps? You know, y'all just sit in the corner. And snap? <laughs>
1: but it's just a thing now. It's like no one's singing the lyrics. We just speak them back and forth, and they sometimes rhyme. So it's like it's. I mean, if you just had some. Coffee and some Twinks hanging out, like it would be a nice little spot for some beat comedy or beat uh, poetry.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: By the way, I've been using Twink. Is it a slur? That is a Whoa. slur
2: for gay people.
1: I thought it was a term that they use like bear. I thought they had bear. I mean, they do. No, yeah. twink, twinks, one too.
2: No, no, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's. I mean, it is the term they use, like. Okay. It's like an identifier.
1: Okay. The context I've been using it, I shouldn't. <laughs> so maybe it's, all, it's all about context.
2: <clears throat> all about context.
1: We'll just... I'll edit and that just, part out. Just, just, just <laughs> let that one go. Just
0: let that one go. Market, market, market.
1: Yeah. Uh, so this weekend, uh, Corey, you'll be interested in this, and you'll probably have some, some more to uh, flesh this out. Uh, this weekend, we have learned that... Uh, running backs are worthless.
2: Yeah. Okay. What, uh, so
1: no one's getting paid. Saquon Barkley and the oh, Giants yeah. couldn't come to a deal. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott's still a free agent. Of course, I don't think anybody expects him to sign until early. I think he'll sign. Actually,
0: so. I think he's going to sign back to Dallas eventually for like a third of what his contract was. I think was, he's going to
2: up back at Ohio
1: it. State. As a coach.
2: Yeah, as a coach.
1: I think, I think Saquon's going to find a contender – like week two and go sign for way le- way less money. He's not getting the he's same not, money.
0: He's not a free agent. He just didn't sign his tenure. So once the league starts, he's just going to lose that game check. Oh,
1: I did not know that. I thought he was free him. agent. The Giants? He's not on the Giants. Saquon Barkley? I did I say Saquon? I'm sorry. Yeah, I meant Zeke. Saquon. I meant Zeke. I'm sorry. I meant Oh, Zeke. okay. Yeah, sorry. That's my fault. That's my fault. Uh but Zeke is a free agent, right? Because I've been telling a yes, lot of people. Zeke and <laughs> Cook are free agents. I've been telling
2: everybody. Everybody that'll fucking listen, I've been telling them he's a free agent. Tolson in right now, like, motherfucker, need a free agent.
1: Fuck you. Yeah, I think Zeke will – I think he'll wait for, like, week two, something like that, find a contender, sign for pennies, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just – I think he's – he might – because he's, like, what? He's in his – Mid 20s, or no, he's in his late 20s, isn't he?
0: He's 26 or seven.
1: Okay, so like that's about that's if you've just come off a massive contract that's gonna have that's generational wealth. His contract, he's size. already got generational, yeah, yeah, that's generational wealth. His contract now, you can just ring hunt, yep, you know,
0: yeah, ring, he's hunting. 27. Sorry, he's 27.
1: Ring hunting, ring hunting. It's fun. You're not going to make as much money, but you're going to be on winning teams, which is awesome. Yep. You know, I, I
0: do think I do think he's going to go back to Dallas because they do have a good chance. And he he got all the money out of that contract, and so at this point he can do like incentive based or like time based, and he's a, essentially you know you you have Pollard on your team, your fantasy team. So Pollard's now the first like guy end. Mm. Pollard didn't sign, but then he immediately signed his tenure because Pollard is looking for the next contract. Yeah, So he signed for that 10.9 or 10.09, whatever it is. And so he's going to, he's he's on his contract here, but he's going to fall out. That's what it is. And then Ezekiel will be there as a backup, I think. For like the that minimum, I think, depending on what it is, probably like two and a half, but there will probably be like consent base where he can get up to like 10.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I think incentive is a good route for him. Aside from wherever he ends up, Dallas isn't a bad spot for him to just, just to just eat crow and go sign back with them or whatever. Uh, but like incentive base, I think is a good route. Uh, the only incentive I would have his if I was him speaking to his agent is say, do not put anything incentive in there based on snap percentage because you will get fucked.
2: Yeah, you're not getting it.
1: Yeah.
0: And he knows that now since nobody's signing. And I do think you, uh, whichever one you said was right. Like, as long as they're working out, which who knows if we've seen Zeke come in fat and who knows what Dallin Cook's doing. But, like, as long as they work out, if, you know, you can do the whole between week one and week 10, somebody gets hurt. Hopefully it's a close system or something like that. Yeah. Sign you for like a five mil
1: real fast, quick, and hurry or something, and then, I don't know. Now, Saquon, Saquon is he just, you know, he's trying to get the bag, whatever. I mean, he kind of deserves it after last year because he fucking balled out. But I think we're just – what's happening is is we're having a paradigm shift from running back to wide receiver. Owners and teams, you know, team management is seeing seeing more value in the wide receiver position because of the way the league is, and we see more and more and more – teams going deep into the playoffs with running back committees rather than your 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 workhorse, and it sucks for running backs because it is what it is but it is what it is and it you know it's not any less important of a position it's just the way it is like there are so many good guys out there that you can just keep putting fresh legs in that are going to get you three three and a half yards three and a half three and a half yards per down hey First down. Hey,
2: on top of that, though, I agree with you 100. percent But I would even go as far as say, like, I, I think there is, um, I think the running back position is less valuable. You said it's not any less valuable, but I think it is. Well, I mean, like, the way like the,
1: important wise, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know if you had
2: no, I, I, I think it is less. Important. I want to hear Nate, I want
0: to hear Nate on this because this drives me crazy that people think that they can win without an RB.
2: No, I'm not. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is it's less important. It's like if you – I would liken it to the NBA, right? Like, if you have a a good center, you can still win basketball games with a good center now. However, the game has changed to where guys are shooting the three ball because it's the more efficient way to play. I think it has more to do with the style of quarterbacks that are coming out of college. They're using their legs more. They run more on their own. So you don't have to have a running back put up 1,500 yards because your quarterback's going to get 500 for you. So – and and not on top of that, when those guys are scrambling, they're not going to hand the ball off to anybody. They're scrambling and they're throwing the ball ten yards downfield. So it's not that I don't think that running backs are, I don't think that as an individual that are less they're less valuable. I just think the way the game is being played, their position is becoming less valuable across the board, not just
1: yeah. No, that's that's a fair point. Um, wild thought, tinfoil hat. Uh, if I'm already excited, if quarterbacks are more mobile. Now, even even a slow quarterback is more mobile than Peyton Manning, let's be honest.
2: <laughs> well, I mean everybody is, yeah. But.
1: but well you know what I'm saying, like uh yeah. Quarterbacks of that day. Uh do you think there's ever gonna be a time we'll see a triple option in the NFL? Yes. <laughs> you think so? I don't I, I think it would be fucking infuriating to the NFL fan base to watch a triple option.
2: You'll never have it because you'd have to bring the fullback back for that. It's not gonna happen. The
1: fullbacks are on the rise. There's still they, five they teams are, that are but,
0: fullbacks. have fullbacks them.
2: but not roster. even. I I, I kind of disagree with that too, man. And that's coming from from a fan of a team, one of the only teams that has a fullback in the NFL right now. But they call him a fullback, but they're just a running back. It's so like they're it's a like,
1: fatter running back.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like when Mike Allstott was fucking killing it for three years at Tampa Bay. They called him a running back, but he was – I mean, yeah, they moved him to running back, but, I mean, he was just a fullback stepping three yards backwards and playing from there instead of from under – you know, right behind center. Like, it's – I mean, I don't know. It's just just a big – they're putting a tight end and running back with what they're doing.
0: My thing thing was with running backs is, like, with your team especially, uh, Nate, was your team got substantially better when even though – Running backs in Kyle Shanahan's offense just produce because of of the like the way his playbook is. But once you got uh, CMC, everything changed. And I the only agree. thing that hurt you all was the fact that you were on the fifteenth string quarterback, and then they got hurt. Yeah, but no, like, I agree. Once CMC came to San Francisco, that changed that entire team because you went from just no names coming from wherever to an actual badass running back who's a dual threat. That changed our team significantly for $20 million.
2: I disagree, though. I actually don't agree with that at all because I think – the only difference in the running backs were the name on the back of the jersey. Now, obviously, oh, I, I, shit, I, I'm that's... not saying that, that CMC is not on a different level than the rest of them. I, I don't disagree with you at all in that regard. I, I, he's obviously one of the best in the league. However, I think in that Shanahan offense, I don't think you have to have a fucking dominant running back. If you can catch the ball out of the backfield, you're you're a fucking 90 rating for that, for that scheme. Okay, you
0: don't you don't have to be like okay, but like you still got a good running back, and the name on the matter or the name on the back of the jersey didn't matter because because it sells more jerseys. However many weeks he played was five times more productive than all the scrubs that were on the team prior to that.
2: Well, yeah, because you got to get him. I I, I would make the argument that's because you got to get him the ball because you paid him twenty fucking million dollars. Like you're not going to pay somebody twenty million dollars and put him on the bench
0: iuk and samuel's numbers went up once they got cmc
1: they also but to counterpoint they didn't win any more games right that's, that's what I'm saying. like at the
2: end of the day it's all about winning games and winning championships like if you're not doing more of it then what did you really provide i mean you know you know what i'm saying like we're not talking about the jets and i'm not talking about this year's jets i'm talking about for the last 30 years jets like You don't just get happy about having a productive offense when you, you know, go six and fucking ten in the league. I mean, they
0: lost in the NFC Championship. I think that was part of it. Help was from CMC. Yeah,
2: but, I I mean, okay. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, but how many times has San Fran been to the NFC Championship game in the last ten years? And three of them were without him. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? like. Mm -hmm.
0: I don't know. I'm. I, I guess. I. I don't know. I think that they have value more than ten million dollars when you have wide receivers that make twenty and some change and more, and then they just sit out half the year.
2: Yeah, I don't disagree. I. My whole point from the very from the beginning though was just that I think the running back position today is less valuable than it was ten years ago. The game well, well, is. Yeah, the the game is that. just yeah. changing.
0: It's, the Bill Barnwell wrote an article the other day that he broke down numbers. He like it was quite the long interview or long uh, article, and I read through it. And the numbers it they it suggests how you know everybody's going away from the running back, but like the the numbers that even he's using for pro wide receiver anti running back were like .5 yards or .3 yards. There weren't like two and three
2: yards.
0: Yeah. So like
1: it'd be wild if football me, it'd be wild so if football was a game of inches.
0: <laughs> I just to me it, it, I don't about, know I about think, three uh, yards a or? solid running back. Yeah, you know, ask uh Tennessee, who still has Derrick Henry who's somehow still doing what he's doing. If it wasn't for Derrick Henry, Tennessee was would have won ten games in the
2: past five years.
0: Like
1: Yeah, but they couldn't hold on to AJ Brown because of that contract with Derrick Henry. And Ryan Tannehill. But now they got DeAndre Hopkins, baby. Yeah, was arguably not as good because AJ Brown. I would
0: say D.O.P. is better than AJ Brown. AJ
1: Brown absolutely torched the entire league last year.
0: And that was when you have DeVonta Smith on the other side and yeah. Jalen Hurts as your.
1: Yeah, a team that doesn't, that team that didn't spend that much money on running back and <laughs> went out and spent money on a quarterback and yeah. two wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and they yeah. just gave
0: two shabby uh, running backs to come in for league minimum for like 10 or it was like 6 men a piece.
1: Yeah. And they, made, they could
0: just get Miles Sanders for less
2: than that. But
1: yeah. Right. Well, but, but they were in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I mean, you're kind of. Arizona almost got relegated to a different sport. They were so bad. I think
2: Corey is honest. He's made the argument on both sides of this argument so far. Uh, I'm not sure where you actually stand. I you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Running backs are always going to be running back. It's just it's a shitty position. Like for them, they're always going to be important. But it's now with the quarterback thing is with the way that CBA redid the rookie uh, contracts. You're just going to use them and throw them out to die. That's that's just what's going to happen, and it sucks because I still think they can produce for the teams.
1: And they and, and they do. Produce, everybody wants to lowball them. They do produce for the team just for less money. I mean that's the way it's going. Like
0: But they work hard well, that's everyone works
1: it. the fucking water boy works hard, dude. They're not saying that they're out there fucking you know, dangling their dick out there. Like everyone no, works. I'm saying a running
0: back goes through a thousand times more than a fucking wide receiver does during the game.
1: Okay, go to your congressman. I don't know what to tell you, dude. <laughs> the team owners have made the statement so far in this off season or pre not pre preseason <laughs> that running backs are not going to make the money that they used to make.
0: It sucks. I do think in the next CBA there will be a thing, kind of like what they did. uh, The last CBA that was done where, like, Jimmy Graham, for example, was technically a tight end. So when he got franchised at the time, like, it was only, like, Gronk and I think Gonzalez was still in the league, and Kelsey was just starting out. Um, So, like, the the tight end uh, franchise tag was, like, $4 million, but the wide receiver tag then was like $10 million. So I think in this next CBA, they're going to work out something to where either they up some of the franchise tag for the running backs or they do a weird configuration of like, you're just an offensive player or something.
1: They just need to give them, they just need to give them more. Everybody understands that the running back position, I mean, we've talked to this at length to the point where it doesn't, doesn't need repeating, but the running back position has a very short window, so they just need to give them a little more on that rookie contract. Like that, you can't give them the same rookie contract as like a fucking lineman who's behind two linemen. Yeah, even though he's a rookie, you know what I'm saying? Like, or or, or a cornerback who only shows up in dime packages,
2: you yeah. know, shit yeah. like that. Give
1: them agree. more on the front end, that way they feel like they're being compensated properly for their their good years, and then you know, who knows what else on the second contract it, and it all to, and two, it comes down to scheme like five years from now, everybody could go, could shift right back to three yards in a cloud of dust. Next thing you know, uh, Zekio Elliott jr. Is making 45 million a year.
0: Yep. yep I do. I do think real quick. Um, I do think that for sure, 100% Saquon will be sitting out. So for the fantasy football players, uh, wisely, and I honestly think Josh Jacobs might sit out, too, at Las Vegas.
1: I forgot Josh Jacobs still hasn't signed, up, or he missed the because deadline. he
0: broke, it. well, he didn't break any records, but he led. Like, low-key, Josh Jacobs was the number one running back in the NFL, not fantasy, but in the NFL last year in every category, yep. for the most part, besides uh, touchdowns with Eckler. Quick question. He, sorry, go ahead.
2: Uh, do we know the draft order for your all's League this year?
0: No, no, it's, and we awful. won't know it for another six okay. months. Somehow, yeah.
2: I, I'm going to just go ahead and go on record right now as saying that Corey drafts Saquon Barkley. Ooh. he's trying. He's trying to talk everybody out of drafting him high. He just wants him to leave him long enough for him to get the pick. He no, with, with all Barkley. the
0: keepers and stuff like that that we do, he'll he would go early before this happened. And he's like, for him, he's only losing ten million dollars for the year. So he'll just sit out. He'll
1: do a, a Le'Veon, and he'll just sit out. Did you see LeBion did you see I think Le'Veon, John Jacobs will too. Yeah, did you see Le'Veon put out a statement apologizing <laughs> to Pittsburgh?
0: Did he really?
1: Yeah. Did he really? He put out a statement apologizing to the Pittsburgh fans, essentially, about him sitting out that year. And like he was like, It was a mistake. Pittsburgh's the best uh Pittsburgh's the best organization, the best fans. I'm so sorry. He burned that bridge. <laughs> yep, burned. I bet that rap album sold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but I mean, I'm, I'm heavy on the running backs. I like running backs. I like that type of football, but
1: it's good football. I mean, it might I be
0: label like you said, in 10 years, there might be more other quarterbacks that are just handing I'm saying, like, some, you only have like two of those left.
1: some young upstart who's like third string in his high school right now is going to make his way up to coordinator somehow and just be like, guys, guys, when I was a kid, we used to hand the ball. No. It's crazy. It's revolutionary. And some old some the the equipment like towel washer guy's gonna be like, I remember those days. <laughs> the greats like Emmett Emmett Smith and you know. Let's be honest, it'd be My so, thing it is like be the, way that, that. the like, way that Belichick Adrian is Peterson.
0: and he wants to he wants to keep running. I wish he would actually just sign Zeke and Cook and he's got Ramondre, and we just run army.
1: Who's that? I'm sorry, we missed that first part. His team. Oh, oh! Oh, The the Patriots just sign
0: Cook and Zeke. We have we have Ramondre and a couple more offensive linemen, and we just run the Army offense and just piss everybody off.
1: Yeah, that would be the most infuriating NFL football. You'd
2: also lose a lot, so.
0: I mean, that's what the Patriots have been running for the past two years under
2: Mac Jones. So. Yeah, I was going to say, and you've been losing a lot too, so I guess there's really no change.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's reminder. if we had like two – I don't know.
1: Can you imagine being an NFL defensive coordinator they line up in triple option? You're just like, <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, honestly, I don't think it would not even be the co- – I mean, obviously the coaching staff, but I feel like a D-end. For a, an NFL defense would probably see that and just be like, Oh, I'm about to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they would just put okay. they
1: would just put defensive ends at linebacker and just yeah. move linebackers out the corner. Yep. Like, like
0: those <laughs> all those incentives I'm about to get, I'm yeah. definitely getting them off. Just
2: yeah. play yep. alone right here. And getting them right here. Yeah.
1: The safety's just the gunner for the punt team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I don't even think you play a safety. You just yeah. That would be funny as hell. Be crazy,
2: running that like what's it? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Oh, like a five-two? Not even. There's a, there's a different one you can play. It's like a six-man front. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. I know what, <sighs> what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? I, don't, I can't remember what package that's called, but you know, like, it's, just, like it's, and, it's like the. It's basically
1: goal line. Basically, said the Peewee football formation because <laughs> <Yeah>. everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's basically a
0: goal line, but two more. Yeah. yeah, for, yeah one less. <laughs>
1: It's called 46, Barry? Like that's right. Yeah, that's what right. I was so trying
2: to call 46. Good call, Chris. Josh, yeah. Chris. Well done. 46 defense. Toll very proud Speaking of right things now.
1: that we learned on video games, uh, Aaron Donald has broken Peyton Manning's record for the 99 club on Manning. Really? Yeah, consecutive years in the 99 club. What was the record? I don't know. I think it was what like is six the years, now? I think. Okay. He's got, no, he got seven. Seven. seven nice. Right now. So he's been a rank, 99 rank for seven straight years on Madden.
2: Did you all see what they did with the rookies? No. In the Madden rankings? No. So I, the only reason I know this is because they wrote an article about it for uh, Will Levis. Uh, but, so what they did is they released one of their stats to, to the actual player, In person, the only kicker was they hooked him up to a polygraph and they asked him what they thought about it. (laughs) And so they released – the one that they released for Will was his – uh, it was like throw on the run or mobility. It was like one of those or whatever. And he was like a seventy nine. Yeah. And when they asked him about it, he it, they detected a lie. So I'm guessing he was like, oh, it's about right, or whatever. Yeah. It's like motherfucker, <laughs> fuck these guys. But I thought that was so, really, I thought that was a really cool way to do that. You know, like yeah. that's kind of a just a, something different.
0: I never I never really like I look in some of this stuff and like it was cool. Like for example, uh, Justin Jefferson told a story because he was rated ninety nine yep. overall as a receiver. Yep. And he was like, and he was like, I used to remember when I was a kid, I wanted to be a 99. I created a player and, you know, throw all their stats up. And then now I'm in that. So, that was cool. But then, like, I got to looking at some of the stuff. And, like, uh, the wide receivers, I was looking at those real fast. And then I seen where – so, like, here's the – Justin Jefferson, 99. Top, uh, Tariq Hill, 98. Devontae, 97. Uh, are, you talking Stephon, about over,
2: are you talking about overall or speed?
0: Yeah, overall. Okay. Stephon Diggs, 96. Cooper Cup, 96. Jamar Chase, 94. And then DeAndre Hopkins, 93. If I was Jamar Chase, I think I'd be really pissed about this. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, dude. I've never been one of these that, like, oh, this is stupid. But it, if I was Jamar Chase, I'd be super pissed.
1: I was about to say, man. like J- Justin Jefferson, yes, he is. Yep, yeah, he's the best. Probably right the, he is the best yes. receiver in the game right now. Totally warranted. And,
2: and, and you could even say – before you continue, I would even say Cooper Cup's in the right place because while he is a great receiver, I feel like his has, has more to do with being a possession receiver, like yeah. great hands. Yeah. So he's not going to have some of the stats that other guys want as well. Yeah. like
1: like Yeah, like breakaways. Yeah, just whatever. like yeah, straight yeah, up speed. But, uh, yeah, like Jamar Chase is just as good oh, yeah, as like the next three guys. Like, yeah. I, I, I kinda... you, can, you can
0: argue that Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson last year and maybe this year, he, but more last year, could have been the number one overall pick in fantasy. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be a fun exercise for us before the before the Madden game comes out. Is like put our put the three of us at a position. Just and then, we'll and say, then do,
2: and then do the other cool. the other two people's ratings,
1: and do the other two people's ratings. I like that a lot. That would I've be got fun. Madden
2: on the Xbox. Do you? The, the, the we'll, newest we'll, one. We'll
1: pick some stats, not a position. We'll pick some stats, and like shit that. We know about each other Not like yeah. Awareness or whatever yeah. Actually awareness Could totally be one yeah, no, I think should definitely be one yeah. <laughs> Actually awareness Could totally be one And then like We'll just We'll Like I'll make the stats For Corey and Nate And then Corey... I think we should
2: do this I think we should The person gets to pick What position they want to be
1: and I think it's then... how you do that And then the other two people Well we want to be go- We all want to be in The same position So that way
0: Well So are we going to be realistic Or like we want to play Quarterback and running back
1: well, what I, what I was saying is, like, instead of picking a position, let's just pick a couple stats. and well, it kinda, then,
2: But it's kind of hard to do that. Th- you know what I mean? But like, I mean, they, they could, could be, like, like we could, do, a we could do,
1: yeah, but also, okay, you guys aren't figuring this out. So, Nate, let's just take speed for instance. All right. Okay. Clearly, Nate is going to have a high rating for speed. If
2: we're comparing, it, if we're comparing me to the three of us, yes. But it's like, still going to be like
1: sixty-four. That's what I was going to say. say no, like but we're not. We're not comparing ourselves to the NFL. Okay. So. We are doing. This is if we were releasing Madden the GMPC edition. Okay. Okay.
0: So we take we take the stat and then we do one, two, three. What we think.
1: No, we're ranking them 99s the top.
0: No, but I'm saying, if you're if you're doing what you're saying and we're, we're going to grade each other, we should do us as
2: like I still think,
0: Speed. One, I still two, think we
1: should pick a position. All right, we'll talk about it off air. This is yeah. uh, well yeah. I have got a vision. I just need to explain it. And we we need to be in the same room and not yeah. have the same conversation we had about the golf scramble. That one went bad. <laughs> let yeah. me let me finish out this
0: uh, wide receiver list on Madden two. So number seven, DeAndre Hopkins, ninety three overall. Terry McLaurin, scary Terry, ninety two overall, number eight, AJ Brown, ninety one overall. Oh, that's and they've got they got Amari Cooper as the number ten and ninety one overall.
1: Mm, that's
2: fair. i don't say that's fair, but like it doesn't feel like he'd be the number ten. You think, know what I mean? Like, I think AJ Brown got fucked. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. But Jamar Chase. I don't know, Chase, man. I don't know, man. So to me, like when it comes to because we're not we're not talking about the best receivers in the league, like what they're ranked in terms of production, and we're talking about what Madden ranks them. This is true. You know what this I mean? Because, like, like, like I, the, the only reason I say that is because the first thing that popped in my head was, like, the last two, three years that Jerry Rice played for the 49ers, so t- like, on Madden, he probably would have been the 24th receiver, but he still put up top three numbers because he just was outsmarting true. everybody. True, true, true. Same, Larry Fitzgerald, same way, like, he just outsmarted
1: everybody. Yeah. Like, Except Larry Fitzgerald's catching <laughs> was always a nine. Yeah, it had to be yeah, He 99. only dropped five balls yeah. ever.
0: So, Larry Fitzgerald has I think two more uh tackles than he has drop passes. <laughs> That's, That's so
1: dumb, fucking dude. insane. So dumb. But uh yeah. Uh yeah, that makes sense Nate cuz you think they're probably using like that Amazon next gen stat yeah. stuff or whatever to be I still
2: like... think Jamar Chase got fucked. Yeah, but... I
1: still think Jamar Chase got <laughs> fucked, but cuz his just... his speed alone like when he breaks away, he's going You gone. ain't catching him, dude. If he yeah. gets
2: a step on you, and He's you're a gone. corner,
1: you ain't catching him. Like yeah. you ain't running him down. Yeah. Unless Devin Hester fell into the fountain of youth. Play cornerback. <laughs> By the way. Like I said, I don't ever jump I mean, on he, that, but he, when I seen
0: that one, I was like, oh, that's
2: I don't
1: fun. I don't care about it either. I do love when players get like fake mad about it on Twitter. Yeah. You know, they'll be like, What the hell? Like like somebody's like uh, I don't know, uh uh Quentin Nelson, offensive guard, is like, what the fuck? My throw accuracy is a 40? You know, like (laughs) shit like that or whatever. Like that shit makes me laugh or whatever. And then there there are dudes that like get legit legit pissed about it. Well,
0: the bougie-ass fucking corners that can't catch a ball, that's why they're a corner, they get pissed. They're like, what's on the 96? That is true. Well, you fucking got burnt by Justin Jefferson thrice. Yeah, the other day, so.
2: you, that is very true that you brought that up. Like corners are always the ones that are fucking divas bitching about the Madden Reigns. Like, dude, yeah, okay, you had 12 interceptions. You also got burnt for 48 touchdowns this season. It's like, <laughs> calm the fuck down. Like, you're not as good as you think you are. God,
1: corner is the just the worst position to play. I mean, there's no good way to be successful. At but corner. When, you, you know, like, when you're good at it, though, it's fucking crazy. But when, like, but still, like even even the best, even like Darrell Revis would get, he would have a game where he would just, just get, get roasted. torched. Yeah. And the thing is, like statistically speaking, it's never in your favor. And like you could
2: oh, yeah. you could be having a great season, but it's still dude a lot of it's still luck like. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, like you said, you could be you could be one of the best of all time, but it's still there's still just a lot of luck involved.
1: Pat McAfee was, has said several times, and I totally agree with him that being a corner is the most athletic position on the field. I agree with that. Yeah. because you you don't know the route, <laughs> right? The receiver yeah. does, <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, you're playing from behind, literally always. Yeah. Like either 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 mentally or like
1: literally. Yeah.
0: Real, real quick, I do have the edge edge rushers up real quick if you want to know
1: that. Yeah, I like some edging. Yeah, I like edging. Yeah, for sure. Uh, edging's fun, but
2: it's fun. That's all you got. Are... It's fun,
1: but you sound, like, <laughs> you sound like you just walked in you walked out of Chuggy Cheese and half the machines were broke. All
0: right. So Nick Bosa and Miles
1: Garrett are top of the list at ninety eight overall. Okay. Nick Bosa. Hell yes, yeah, he's fine and all, but T.J. Watt, Micah. like nobody, nothing on T.J. Watt. I'd say he's well, hold five. On, hold hold five. Michael
0: Parsons, who I think is the best, is at ninety-seven.
1: Michael Parsons is at ninety-seven. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah, it's...
0: we're dropping all the way to ninety-four overall with T.J. Watt, Max Crosby, and Von Miller.
1: The only thing Von Miller that I agree with there is his age. <laughs> nothing, nothing to no, do. I agree. Like, yeah, nothing to do his with awareness. his ability. His ability, like I said it the other day in just a conversation, that it was insane that Von Miller made the Bills' defense relevant. Right. I, you know, I, what I'm I, saying they, they, like
2: you, you wouldn't have thought he could have stepped into that and made them better. Yeah, but he did.
0: But Von but, Miller may or may not show up later on in this bucket.
1: Oh, oh, who? Oh, uh,
0: I like that, that. I like at ninety-one overall. Okay. The other brother, uh, Hassan Reddick from the Eagles at 90. Demarcus Lawrence for the Cowboys at 90. I feel like there's been a Demarcus Lawrence playing for the Dallas Cowboys for 37 years.
2: I, I, I totally agree <laughs> with that, dude. Like, honestly, ever since Lawrence was a the name, they've had one playing for the Dallas Cowboys.
0: <laughs> and then finally, Matthew Judon at the New England Patriots. 89 uh, overall.
2: Honorable mentions. Anybody playing for the Philadelphia Eagles that went to Georgia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 they're all going to be they get The
0: rest of the arrest clear From not killing somebody in a race God damn they're going to be awesome
1: The
2: Philadelphia Bulldogs Uh, Kind of to segue off that real quick Because you just said it Corey So today I was sitting at home for a little bit And uh, I, I watched a little bit of SEC media days Because yeah. they're going on right now And Greg Sankey was getting interviewed On SEC Network <laughs> And somebody asked him about that directly Like, oh, not, not that specific incident But they said hey or No, sorry. They were asking uh, Kirby Smart. I take that back. Oh, yeah? Ask him directly, like, hey, you've had a lot of problems with dudes and traffic violations. Uh, how are you going to correct that or something like that? And I was like, dude. <laughs> Dang. Uh, but, uh, Greg Sankey, though, I did want to say this because I feel like sometimes, like, I've definitely talked some shit about him on on this show before. Uh, I've never actually, like, seen him do an interview. I He was a super, super intelligent dude. And, like, I think sometimes he it's kind of... just his
1: contract renewed.
2: Yeah, he did. Uh, it was literally underneath his
1: name the entire time he was yeah. getting interviewed on there. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: said Greg Sankey renewed through 2028 Greg's, for Greg Sankey. $26 million. Greg Sankey whatever. still has a job. <laughs> yeah, still getting paid. <laughs> uh, but but uh, they, I, I think so many times, and KSR is really bad about this because I, I, I read a lot of articles on their website, but... They've gotten very clickbaity, you know, and and everybody kind of has, I think. And sometimes um, when the SEC puts out information, people tend to kind of get clickbaity with how they share that. Uh, so to be able to hear him sit down and talk talk about like uh, the eight game or the nine game SEC schedule and like the college football playoff and just some of the things, like to hear kind of like where they're coming from with it and uh, the NIL and some of that stuff. Man, he's a super super educated dude, and like. <laughs> Just the way he could kind of talk through it, I was I was actually impressed. Like I was like, man, you know, I actually kind of like this guy.
1: I mean, he's running the best conference in sports. He said that. Oh, so
0: you could argue that he's the best uh, commissioner in sports. You could argue that. Oh, for sure, he really is. Well,
2: so here's here's the funny thing. Uh, Again, y'all keep mentioning things. It just reminds me. But so uh, in the interview, somebody uh, uh, fuck Alabama quarterback. McElroy yeah uh, Greg McElroy mentioned um, that you know that the NCAA is looking at having a um, a schedule across the board for everybody that's the same because like it's different in every conference like how many conference games you play and all that kind of stuff so making it a, a format that where everybody all conferences are the same and Greg Sankey said oh okay well at uh, the SEC we've had five of the last six people, Win the national championship, uh, we've had, and like he just started rattling off numbers in the last twenty years. How many, how many they've had or whatever, and he yeah. was like, "So, uh, hey, go ahead, man. You tell me which other conference is that good." And then he goes, "I'll wait." He gave him the all-weight, and I was like, okay, dude. My man is a fucking OG. Like, I was literally laughing just like that in the living room. I was like – because I kind of just had it on the background, you know. I mean, I was paying attention, but you don't expect a freaking, you know, 55-, 60-year-old dude to come back with the all-weight. And I was like,
1: God, God bless. That's so awesome. But he's right, though. He's right.
0: A couple things to say about Sankey, like, so, like – Everybody does bitch about how, like, Alabama, they're always number one because they do a, you know, just flaky-ass preseason. Or we call it preseason before you get into the toppers games. They just, you know, cupcakes, whatever. But, in like, in my opinion, you're going to do cupcakes because you're playing the SEC yeah. for eight games a year.
2: Yeah, I think you have to.
0: And you're separating it, so why not pay a couple – guys to come up and just, you know, help out the program and pay somebody, you know, a million dollars to come yeah. and play it. Yeah. Like, Especially – There's I think no it, reason. There's no – just Like, I would argue that us playing Louisville at this point, we're, we're doing that for – obviously for the state, but like
2: – Well, I mean, and, and also because Louisville has been so bad that, that it, true it, it true. almost like, is like playing – You know what I'm saying? Those,
0: like, no, I agree you know, with we're you. to keep that stuff going, but like, we're, yeah, okay, we'll play – we just have more practices for the greatest conference in football – I mean yeah you not see a problem with it at all.
2: But but you use you used Alabama as an example and I think that's actually a terrible example. I would say that in the SEC it's your Missouri's Kentucky, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Those teams are the ones that want to play those three and four games that are non-conference because those – I mean, you, we've – obviously we've seen years where even those weren't games we won. Fuck, we've yeah. – I have been in Nashville when we lost to West, or, uh, Western Kentucky. Like, dude, I mean, you you got to play those teams just to get wins at some point. I mean, obviously yeah. we've been on a good, good stretch for Kentucky football in the last uh, eight years, nine years with Mark Stoops and obviously we're, we're all super pumped about it. But yep. that's not been the case over the course of our school. So, I mean – you and 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 I am sure you all know this too but apparently Mitch Barnhart and Stoops in Kentucky have been like the front runners for keeping an eight game schedule instead of going to nine games in the SEC for that very reason. Yeah. Um so I mean it's just been it's been interesting. Yeah cuz if you do-
0: we would be in even 16, right? When Texas and Oklahoma come over.
2: Yeah, so, so like
0: runners. what's this a perfect pattern with eight games and I I mean evidently they're getting rid of divisions. Mm-hmm. Are are they not getting
2: rid of divisions? They they still have committed to that. They're pushing it off until next year before they make a decision. But basically, I think the 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 thing that's pretty much won over is, um, you'll have, you'll have one team that you play every year, and you'll have three teams that you play uh, every other year. God, I hope this
1: isn't I don't like
0: that. I like I want them to actually do the West and the East.
2: No, nah, they're not doing then... that. They're he's he already he said it today in the interview. They're getting rid of they're getting rid of that altogether. I no uh, well, that,
0: that well, that would be a more fair rotation. So it's, I guess that it's, makes it's sense. It's going to be or, you keep it, it sorry. Eight with sixteen. Sorry, as rotation said, is easier to do. It's there's
2: yeah, I get it. There's been a couple. I said that wrong. There's been a couple different um, suggestions. The one that they've said is you'll have you'll have three like three. Basically, you'll have like a it's the pod system. We talked about this before on the show. Yeah. So you have three other teams, um, and and honestly. Kentucky's been kind of a weird team to figure out which teams are going to be playing. Because I've seen over the course of the last six months, man, I've seen literally the gambit of teams that we – like there's not a for sure – because they tried to give everybody one rival. Um, and for us, they've kind of made – I think in, in most of them, they've kind of made like South Carolina our rival, which kind of sucks. But Tennessee, our rival, Tennessee, yeah, but
1: Tennessee, Florida,
2: I would say Missouri. See, that's my thing. I think Missouri – the other thing too, though, is uh, – Tennessee is probably our biggest rival, but Tennessee thinks Alabama is their biggest rival. You know what I'm saying? So it's
0: um, like a word, but whatever.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, so you're you're seeing it backwards from what I'm saying. Alabama would say that Auburn is their biggest rival also. Tennessee thinks that Tennessee is Alabama's biggest rival. Is what I'm saying. So Tennessee wants Alabama. They don't want that to go away. And obviously it's a bigger game too. It's a Billboard game. We want Tennessee cuz they're a bigger team. They're a better team. Like but Tennessee yes, see, is, I
0: think that's why the rotation's better. Like the rotation of, we have a even. We have sixteen teams. We have eight people coming in, or eight people, eight games. Sorry, and then you have four away and four home. Well, that, that's you what do a general rotation, and I think you'll get you'll get your games. You'll get your rivalry games. You might miss them one year. That's that,
2: so. That's exactly what uh, Greg Sankey was saying today. He wouldn't. He wouldn't commit to a to an actual like. Format per se Of how it was going to happen But he said You'll have three games He actually He just said it on the spot They were giving him A hard time about it But it was kind of funny He said yeah You know Everybody wants this rivalry That they get every year But he's like If you've got games of passion Which is what he called them So like for us You know Tennessee Fuck, I mean probably Florida. Florida. I mean Missouri. Florida, Missouri, like those teams. You're going to get them at least
1: once every two years. So I mean, yeah, I, I do kind of like not,
0: that. Nothing for me. I don't know how you all feel about it. Missouri's nothing. Dude, I Missouri's think, been
1: beating the brakes off. Like they have been dog fights the last couple yeah. of years. The,
0: and and not to only me, in football, it's Tennessee and Florida.
1: Tennessee and Florida are our biggest rivals. I, I say Missouri is a recent onset one. But, that's, but see, you
2: you are only looking at it from our side of it. That's why. Oh yeah, that's no, what I, I keep it. trying to say. Because like Florida, they're going to tell you that Georgia and probably Alabama are their biggest rivals. I think or George, Tennessee, I think, Tennessee, Tennessee I think
1: Georgia, but Florida would say Georgia is probably their biggest rival. That's what I'm saying. But because
2: yeah. you you're always going to say your rival is a team that historically has been better than you. Let's be honest. Yeah, like you, like we're not going to say Vandy's our rival, even though historically speaking, Vandy is our honestly. I think the Kentucky Vandy is the longest standing rivalry in the fucking in conference. In football or in sports, in football, in basketball, in, yes. It, no,
1: in football, man. No, we've been playing Vandy since fucking. It's it's the longest standing rivalry in the SEC. Yeah, since General Pickett got his ass beaten. Gettysburg, but we yeah, I don't need to do
0: but, some research on that. But I'm pretty sure
2: my, it doesn't. It doesn't even matter how long that it's been going on for. My point is, we don't see Vandy as a rival. Vandy one billion percent sees us as a rival, and that's what I'm saying across. So, like Missouri, they they had a big thing last year about how Missouri thinks we're like their biggest rival. But I mean, I don't feel like you know Missouri is to a rival. You know what? They, like,
1: you know what they need to do is they need to take representatives from each team. I nominate us.
2: Yeah, definitely us,
1: from and, and get a and get get a uh, a conference room at like a Hyatt or something, and have us all just sit in there and talk it out. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Figure no, out. no one knows the rivalry better than the people that live and die it. Yeah, you I agree. know what I'm saying? Like, I and Corey, I know you don't, you don't necessarily understand the Missouri thing, but I look at that Missouri I put a pin in that Missouri game every year because they've been absolute dogfights and we haven't won all of them. Oh
0: don't get me twisted. I'm not saying that I'm just saying I don't think they're a rival. When they when we got them from wherever they came, Big twelve, big 12, whatever big twelve. When they came in here they immediately won two
2: they won two, two yeah.
0: West championships in a row. Like and they were good. And they're kind of close to us. And it's a weird look. And I love to piss off Missouri fans, too. That's fine. I just, that's not Tennessee.
1: No, I get it, dude. But I'm just saying, like, if we were all in a conference, if we were all in a big conference room, say a Hyatt, no free ads, and you had to pick three teams out of the SEC that were your rivals, I would go Florida, Tennessee, and Missouri. 100% me too.
2: I, I might, I might throw, I might throw Vandy. I might, yeah, okay. I would listen to a Vandy argument. I would, I might throw Vandy over Missouri just for time.
1: I would listen to but, a Vandy argument.
2: But that's, I, I'm with you 100. percent
1: Yeah, but also in recent memory, mainly the Stoops era, we've been shit pumping Vandy. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, oh, dude, my, oh. hey, you got to think about this though. So in a, in a different world where they're going to start chucking us out of, of the of the so- southeastern conference, um, Missouri and Kentucky. Are very north, so they're gonna be chucking one of us out,
2: bro. They're not throwing anybody out. of the, Are you kidding? They're getting ready to add two more I was teams, doing, dude. I was like, in a
0: weird, weird scenario. Uh, there's, there's no northern no, no people.
1: They the SEC throw them
2: out. is gonna take over NCAA. So I mean,
1: I do love. However, I want to go back to the not playing your passion rival every year. I kind of like that. Because see, it builds it, it builds it up a little if bit. You, if, it's kind of like in pro wrestling when you have a, a, you're building up a big title match. You don't want them to wrestle the entire time, right? Because you want to build up, you want to keep doing all those promos and and stare downs and stuff like that. So that way, everyone's like, God, I can't wait to see these two fuckers beat the shit out of each other. That would be the same thing if we took a year off from playing Tennessee, and so, like, let's say we had a successful career for our. Uh, for our where we are at football they had a successful year from where they are at football and then the next year you see that fucking october saturday in october okay let's go all right let's settle this shit yep
2: that's i
1: chris
0: Chris, you know exactly what i'm talking about in wrestling everything resets after wrestlemania so that's that year end right there yeah yeah yeah. so like everything could just rotate for a couple years And then it comes back around and be like, you motherfucker. I I, remember playing you at your home and then you're playing me at my home.
1: Imagine a targeting call and then you don't play them the next year.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dude, I can tell you, I mean,
2: (laughs) when I, my first year at Eastern, uh, we did not play Western and we, the Western, the Eastern-Western rivalry had gotten canceled for like 15 to 20 years, somewhere around there. But my second year, they got it put back on the schedule and dude, I mean, I know it's Eastern Western. I get it, but that's a huge rivalry for still both school, schools. Still, school versus Bro, school. That game was fucking insane. Like yeah. the, the crowd, I'm talking. Like, I mean, because you know, that I bet that crowd had three times as many people as what it typically would. I mean, people from both sides. Because I mean, it, you know, it, it was. I'm telling. Yeah, I, I don't disagree, man. I think that that one year gap, especially if you don't, you can't do them all. Like, you can't not play Tennessee, Florida, or Missouri one year and then play all three of them the next. Like, you got to offset that. But I mean. Yeah, you definitely – you'd be looking at the schedule going, oh, yeah, we got Florida next year. Okay.
1: It also stops a consecutive ass-beating like we had with <laughs> yeah, Florida. You don't get 26- and 29-year 20, <laughs> ass-beatings. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs>
2: I'm okay with taking that off the table. Because let's be honest, we're never going to give somebody else – we can't even beat Vandy I for say, 29 yeah. years. So, I mean, let's, I'm cool with taking that off the table. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And if there's like a three-year span where we don't have to get our shit kicked in by Alabama, that would be sick. Yeah, that would be well, sweet. Well,
0: congratulations this year. I've um, By the way, uh, Nate, I've almost sold all of our tickets on that. So.
1: Um, what, on what?
0: On Alabama, if we want to sell them.
2: Uh, okay. Are we not going?
0: Well, I don't know, but I'm just saying I have buyers. That just-
2: okay. I knew that would happen. Yeah. I mean, are you getting a good price for them? Because let's be honest, we're, we need to get money out of that one. Yeah, yeah that's we're Monday probably going
0: to get some good prices money. out of it.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh I want to talk some Kentucky basketball too.
1: Well, real quick, I have uh breaking news from okay. from the Espies. Breaking news from the Espies. I know we were all wondering. Okay. LeBron James. Je- LeBron James is not retiring. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Did he announce that? At the Espies in front of everyone. I did not He made a fucking show of it. Made. Of course he did on stage. He's such a douche, man. And everyone stood and clapped. Thank God the king, the king is risen. They right clapped. Right, they clapped right, right because now. he's coming back. If
0: if right now, if if LeBron James came up to you and he's like, "Hey, my name's LeBron James," what would
1: you do right now? All what the time you get do right it? now, I would be like, I would be like, "Oh shit, you're fucking tall."
2: I I I'm no kidding. I I think now because I just don't care. I would look him in the face and be like, "Yeah, no shit," and then I just turn around and walk off like.
1: Oh, I'd get an autograph. You could sell that shit for so much. I wouldn't even get an autograph, I, don't think. I would. There are. I would. There are... Can you really even get that much for us? Like, have, have you looked at the reply guys for a LeBron James tweet? Those people are... They are the Swifties of sports. They are fucking nuts.
2: Yeah, but there's so many autographs of his mm-hmm. out there. Like, yeah. I don't fuck you're going to get that. You get like $20 for it. It's $20 I it didn't have. Not worth it. That's, that's an extra 30 seconds I got to sit there and talk to him.
1: I would still go. For just, it. just for me to be like, I don't like you. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Dave Dave Ramsey told me to get autographs and sell them. <laughs> that was his <just> financial <laughs> advice. You you son, well. you need to get autographs and you need to sell them. Yeah, also quit your job, but also get a diff-
2: <laughs> two more jobs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just make more money. Yeah. Like yeah. that's yeah. my best
1: advice I can give you is stop making less money and make more money. Right. And learn to love grass because you're gonna be eating it. <laughs> All right. Kentucky Basketball News. Uh, I
2: would ask you what you thought of the games. Uh, Obviously, Kentucky played in the – They
1: didn't even have the lights on in the stadium. I couldn't see anything. The the global jam, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: You slept through the whole thing, so you definitely (laughs) didn't see any. Uh, Corey, did you watch any of the games? had had a fucking
0: clue when you were uh, telling me about it, and me and Teresa had started a new show, and I was not – Breaking character
2: Okay that's cool Uh, So they played uh, Against Canada The first game Or sorry Germany the first game Won by about 12-13 Played Canada The second game Beat them by 20-something And then played The Africa team Last And this is like This is like Group stage Type thing You know The top two teams Go to the championship game uh, Beat Africa By like 18 points They they were up by like 25-30 to at one point And they kind (laughs) of Let them get back in it I was actually really impressed With how Kentucky Kind of when when Africa made their run, they kind of just were like, okay, put their put their foot on their throat and just finish it off. Uh, but, oh, ooh,
0: word. crazy!
2: I mean, it's, you know what you know what I mean. But then and then uh, on Sunday uh, they played Canada again for the gold medal game. Uh, they beat them handily. Man, I, I got to tell you guys, it's so hard not to do this every year. This team's good. I'm. I mean. I mean for real. Last year, the teams we played in the Bahamas. Uh, I mean, they weren't that great, obviously. And we, and we, I think, I still think we played the best basketball as a team we played all year last year in the Bahamas. We just changed our style, but that was one of the biggest things I noted from from all of it was. Uh, and I told Corey this the other day, but uh, the high, the John Welchire, uh, is is the kind of the ex's nose game manager type dude. Either, either he is just that much better, or Cal actually has just finally said, "All right, look, we got to start playing this modern style of basketball." One or the other, but man, the style of play they had, and obviously it, it helped uh, that we had all of our big guys hurt except for Trey Mitchell, the new guy. Which, by the way, Trey Mitchell uh, can shoot the fucking three ball. Really? And I mean, I don't. It, it's not one of those where when he puts it up, you're like, ugh. Like when it loses hand, it. Obviously, Antonio Reeves, best shooter on the team. You know, when he shoots the ball, you're just he, dude. Antonio Reeves, um, he missed one shot towards the end of the last game. Had he not missed that, he would have shot sixty percent from three for the four games. He still averaged fifty eight point three or something like that. But I mean, dude, he's on fire. But when the ball leaves his hands, obviously, you know it's got a chance of going in. It looks great. Trey Mitchell's not far behind him. My man, when he lets go of the ball, it fucking looks pure. You think he's going to get the green light for regular season play? I think he's already got it. I think he earned it on this thing. And that's that's the other thing. Cal came out and said after that game Sunday that he's planning on playing Trey Mitchell at the five. So I kind of had question marks there because Aaron Bradshaw is a, is a 6'11", 7-foot guy when he's healthy. I kind of didn't like the idea of putting him at four, but I, I truly – You know, Cal's been saying this for, like, seven years, and he wants to play this positionless style of basketball and all that shit, and then we don't play positionless basketball. He puts two dudes on the block, three dudes on the wing, and then that's that's our shitty offense. The way they played, and if he keeps doing that throughout the season, they truly – they had all five guys outside the arc. They'd have one guy come down to the box – or down to the block every once in a while and, like, try to work a dude if there was a mismatch. But, dude, it was – And and they they ran. The other thing that I thought was really great and and impressed me was just their ability to pass the ball. I think I think they said um, after the game, seventy two percent of our points came off an assist. Damn, like that number is usually like in the thirties for like an average for any team like thirties, forties, seventy two percent. So I mean dude they they were just finding and I mean granted they shot the ball really well from outside. So that's a big part of it too when you throw a pass and a guy immediately catch and shoot and fucking makes a three. But I mean seventy two percent is still a fucking huge
1: number. Yeah. <clears throat> well that what that tells you is that I mean like that number will be lower against better teams. Hundred percent. Things like that. But what it tells you is is that guys are looking for open dudes Rather than trying to manufacture a point out of nothing, yep, right. If they're looking for an open guy, and the open guy realizes that he's open, yeah, you know, which is also a problem when you, yeah, when you pass the ball, the the, the receiver has to understand that he is open. Yeah, <clears throat> I like to hear that. One of the things, a note that I read was, I, I think Matt Jones put it up on Twitter or something like that. That like the team, the guards in particular, looked like they were able to get around their defender, almost. Pretty much across the board. So, yeah. I, the
2: most impressive single individual player throughout the four games for me was Reed Shepard. I'll come back to that. <laughs> what you just said, you could see, you could tell that all of our guards, I'll, I'll say all four of them: DJ Wagner, Reed, um, Antonio Reeves, and Rob Dillingham. Justin Edwards is going to play the three. He's more of a, I think he's more of a true like small forward. So I'm going to not call him a guard. But even, but even if you include him, they they can all take their man off the dribble. So that obviously that's opens up. That's something that we lacked last year. Oh I, We've lacked that for a couple years, yeah. I would say. Uh, even when we had like Davian Mintz, great point guard. I thought he should have been our point guard all along um, and really good shooter but he didn't have that first step where you could just beat a dude yeah. all these guys do um, the only one that i see and and KSR did talk about this and, and you'll see it when they, when you watch your first game you'll know you'll note it immediately unless he just it gets that much better over the summer but Rob Dillingham is a guy that can put dudes like he can break some ankles. I mean, he he is he is definitely gonna have some highlight plays where you watch him and you're just like holy shit because he's super quick and he's just shifty. like he's he's like an AI type like crossing people over like that kind of thing. But oh my god, he takes some fucking Archie Goodwin shots. Ah. I mean, and I, I, I'm hoping. I think that for this tournament, Cal gave him the green light and just let him go. And I'm okay with that because it's yeah. early. It, there's no repercussion for what you're doing. Yeah,
1: these games don't matter.
2: Maybe it gets him some confidence or whatever. I, I'm totally fine with it. But he took some shots where and, – and I truly – I don't know if Cal will pull the reins back on him or not when the regular season starts. But if he doesn't, dude, for for the highlight – for every highlight play he has, he's going to have five where he just takes stupid fucking shots. Yeah. So I don't look forward to that. And he, but he, he – they weren't even like necessarily not like a lot of them were open shots, they just weren't good shots, if that makes sense. Like he would be the guy, but then kind of fade away, you know, just kind of weird. Um, coming back to Reed Shepard, man, you know, they've been hyping him up for four years because he's obviously, um, Jeff and Stacy's son, they both, daddy's yep, coming home. they both played at Kentucky, but you know, his mom and his dad, obviously. Um, what do you think his parents meant? <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> at a upon somewhere. <laughs> I'm in. more or less
0: concerned where they buck.
2: Yeah, but all that hype, man. It would have been really easy for him to just not live up to it, and I was really afraid of that for him because, like, especially with the kind of seasons we've had lately. Like, I felt like there was going to be a lot of pressure on him anyway. My man stepped up into the pressure, and I'll tell you what really, really surprised me. Obviously, we know he can shoot the ball. That that kid is athletic. He he could beat his man off the dribble just like anybody else. He was just as quick as DJ Wagner. But where I saw the biggest difference was on the defensive end of the four. He had I think for the four games, he had like twelve steals and eight blocks or something like that. And I, I he there were two blocks that stood out to me that were just just freaking ridiculous. One of them um, he got he got his pocket picked uh, on the offensive end of the four. The guy goes down for an open layup, coast to coast, and Reed came from behind and blocked him like you've seen LeBron do a thousand times. Wow! Blocked the shot of him, and then another one. Um, I was telling you about this one, Corey, because it was from uh, Saturday or from, yeah, but uh, yeah, from Saturday afternoon. But he, his man was running across the block to the other, other wing, and uh, the the offensive player. Got an open look at three because the, on the block everybody kind of got stuck. So Reed switched, well, I mean, super late. He was standing on the block. This guy's gonna to take an open three. Reed made up that ground and he didn't like just block the shit out of him. But he got a hand on it and it was an air ball. You That's know what all I mean? Need. It's a block. A yeah, I mean exactly. He yeah. got a finger on it, dude. I mean, I'm telling you, I, if I could show you any one play from that game, and there was a lot of really good plays, I would show you that one because I mean, dude, it was just straight pure hustle and athleticism. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And, I mean, you showed me the picture of Jeff Shepard next to him. Like, that was from the first game. He got a steal and a breakaway dunk. And, I mean, holy fuck, he looked just like his dad dunking yeah. that ball. Like,
1: it's such a wild picture.
2: That picture's going around everywhere over the weekend. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I, and, I, you know, I don't know if any of the guy, any of our guys listening actually got to watching the games. But if if as long as Cal doesn't try to change them too much and just lets them play free like they did – on this tournament, man. If nothing else, I don't think, of course, we got Homer fans that are already saying, you know, 40 and 0, we're not going to lose a game, we're going to win a championship. But if they keep playing like they did, and and we get some guys healthy back because I don't know if you guys saw it right before I came over here. Uh, they announced that um, Ugana has surgery, so he's probably going to be out for several months. So that
0: was my first question. I have two questions for you, but go ahead.
2: Yeah. So I mean, he's going to be out, but but I mean, if if nothing else, they're going to be fun. You know, like if you if you remember back to some of the teams in the in the late 90s and early 2000s, um, that were just fun UK teams to watch. Even when they lost, they were fun. It's going to be that kind of team. This this team is. They're they're going to be really fun to watch, and they can put so, God, they can put points up in a hurry. I mean, fuck. Yeah.
0: So my my first question was about Uganda. It, it was because I don't, you know, guys, I don't know ball, Corey,
1: right? So actually, Corey, I have a with, question. I have a question. With
0: me seeing Uganda going down, going down, like how bad does that mess with us as far as a quote unquote big man?
2: Uh, Well, first, uh, Chris
1: had a uh, a follow-up question for you real quick. Yeah, question off that question, Corey. Uh, Do you know ball?
0: Uh, No, I don't know. Corey doesn't know ball. Corey doesn't know ball. The the, the basket ball ball thing that you all do where the white people threw things through milk cartons (laughs) attached to the barn. No, I don't know what you're talking about. He definitely doesn't know ball because they were peach baskets.
2: Yeah, yeah, they were peach baskets and... (laughs) There's not that many white people playing anymore. Also, Jake,
1: but, Dr. Naismith just turned over in his grave. Yeah, for sure. I'll uh, never use a milk basket. The whiteness of
0: the man, but yeah, go ahead. I,
2: I don't know. Honestly, with with us getting Trey Mitchell and the way he looked, uh, and, and another one that looked freaking awesome, who's probably going to play like the three and the four uh, that I didn't even talk about was the the arrow. That man – he keeps growing. I don't know if y'all have seen that, but he keeps growing, and he keeps like he doesn't stop working out. So my has man he, is. I was
1: gonna say, has he fit into his body yet? Because he he had times last year where he looked like a baby deer.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. He yes, he's kind of growing. Now he's uh, he's still growing, like I said, but he's he's he feels more. He looks like he feels more comfortable yeah. playing. But so my point. So to answer your your question, Corey, we got Bradshaw, which I actually think Bradshaw's injury is probably less of a thing now. I think. Cal was just being Cal and kind of playing that playing that up a little bit
1: or playing it down however you want to say it But well, he definitely wouldn't play in these games
2: yeah yeah exactly yeah. but I think I think he'll be playing by the start of the season so you got Bradshaw okay. Okay. you got you got Bradshaw and then you got you got Trey Mitchell the way they played the way he played in this past thing which he rolled his ankle too which he, he ended up playing Sunday but they, he was questionable Sunday um I th- I think that Uganda probably wasn't going to play a lot anyway. To be completely honest, so I mean, obviously he was going to get some minutes, but I think now now that he got hurt and had to have surgery, I think Cal will be very very late in getting him back in the. I, I don't expect to see him okay. before before the, the new year.
0: And so we're gonna, we're probably going to try to keep him for a couple of years then. Maybe I like think protecting- I think.
2: I, th- this is just me and I could be wrong and we, and we may get in a position where we need him too later on But I think Cal is going to make him Like the priority big man for next year And kind of try to and, and play him accordingly
0: Okay, so this is not my second question This is a side question From my first question Okay. Would it Would having Instead of doing a, a 10 day With Indiana Pacers Would it have been beneficial To have Oscar here still
2: I don't think so, man, and and I'll tell you the reason why is because you know more than I do.
0: I'm just, but I want to know, like, because if if this was the guy that we were maybe, maybe you know help, you know, we were jacked about him, and then this happens, like, did that like uh oh moment happen or something like that?
2: Yeah, no, I, I think I, I honestly think, and you know how much we all loved Oscar, but they couldn't have played the style of basketball they played if Oscar was on the floor. In this okay. in this tournament, I just because all he does is stand on the block and gets rebounds. And I mean, that's rebounds are great, but I mean, you're, when you're clogging the lane with these guys being as fast as they are and being able to beat their man, he would just be in the way. Which I think I think he he was victim to that last year for at times. So I mean, no, I, yeah. I I don't think I don't think he I don't know how much he would get play time to be honest. Cal
1: would have to play him, and it would, it would just no. make it it that's, would make it, would make that's it worse. That's what I'm asking. I don't know ball. Yeah, you don't
0: know ball. I do have... All right, so my second question
1: is... Playing fast and loose with these questions.
0: (laughs) I don't know. That was a side note to the first question. My second question is, have we seen the rosters of the uh, new FIBA tournament that's about to come up? Um, I'm going to go ahead and just put my money on Team Canada, by the way.
1: Now, is this FIBA, like, with professionals?
0: So... Yes. So what I was gonna ask is like, how, when we played, we played Canada, we played Africa, and we played who else in uh, that,
1: Ger- in that global jam? Germany.
0: Okay. How was the competition with our team versus, like, did we actually did we learn something on that? Like, was the competition good in that tournament? Enough that like we're we're confident, or were they just playing like shitty players? Because like no. we played Canada, but we didn't play Canada. That was gonna that's gonna play in the
2: field. Well, it was it was the under twenty three, uh, okay tournament. See, I, I don't know that either because I don't know ball. Yeah. So, but to answer your question though, I mean uh, a lot of <laughs> was the competition worth the shit? Is yeah. No, I got you. The I mean most of those most of those players that were on the floor were. Either either they go to a mid-major or a D1, you know, a, a, a major school. I think Canada had one guy that's a pretty high. He was like – yeah, he was – I can't remember where he played, but he played somewhere yeah. pretty good. But, I mean, like yeah, – like, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of a team to equate it to, but I mean, they they all are like equivalent to a mid-major program at, at okay. least, like okay, like that's like, like minimum. What I was
0: worried about was like if we're playing Scrubs when they say it's Team Africa, I was like, what are we doing here?
2: No, I, I think I kind of when when I was watching the games, I would say like if you were kind of using like teams as they would be seated in the tournament, like we were playing like nine seeds, eight nine seeds, and we
0: were the. One seed or the six seed or something.
2: No, I'm just. I mean, I'm just saying that's how good they were. I'm not necessarily saying oh, okay. how good right, how good we right, were. But. Got
0: that's what I was wondering because like everybody talked about like we played good, we played great, but like I know the difference between like a FIBA or something and like whatever these tournaments are. So that's why I was wondering. Like, it's awesome that we were fantastic in these turn in this tournament, but like. Were we actually playing competition? That's what that's what I was concerned
2: about. No, that, and that's that was kind of the point I was trying to make too. Is this the competition? In this tournament was a lot better than what last year's in the Bahamas was.
1: Yeah. Okay. We, we struggled in the Bahamas. Yeah. Uh, I got two, two, three points off of this whole thing. First point is uh, confirmed. Reed Shepard's not retiring. Okay. Yeah. Do, did we think he was gonna retire? Well, I just. Yeah, if, 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 I mean, if if my everybody might as well just announce it. Okay. You know. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it looked like it looked like from what I saw on just social media posts and things like that. It looked like this team is that this was this was a good exercise for the team to play basketball at a at a at, with some decent competition and then really get to know each other. Like that shit is so important that people don't think about. Yeah, for sure. Of your team, like you, you, you got, you can't play basketball with people you don't know. You know, what I'll saying? say
0: this, Loki. It does help that our team was just at Drake's house the entire tournament. Yeah, dude, that's yeah, I, cool I was, well. I was gonna
2: bring, I was gonna bring that up too. They, they weren't there the whole tournament. They went there for a day on their, on their day off. They went there and just hung Did out. Did they? Did they? Well, confirmed. I mean, yeah, it was confirmed. But, no, we talked about that too, man. I mean, obviously, Drake is not what he once was. By any means I don't think But but I mean he's still big enough That like people know who he is And I mean the kids care As I ever was
0: And just right.
2: Just to be able to say That you were at Drake's house You know oh, te- no, that's That's sick for them guys the, the team was just chilling At Drake's 10 million dollar mansion In Canada Like yeah. no I'm not even Talking about for those guys I'm talking about for recruiting Like Cal is smart When it comes to that kind of shit He knows what he's doing Like that's the reason They went there
1: Yeah well, the kids probably really enjoyed it too. I'm sure they did, but I mean, Cal made it
2: a point to say on all yeah. his interviews that he had a key to the house. You know yeah, what I mean? they
0: went like, to 95 fucking different tournaments. They went to a tournament in Canada where Drake just happens to have his estate.
2: Yeah, but I mean, he he, he made a point to be like, like, cause they asked him if they were gonna do anything. He didn't even say Drake's house. He said, "I have a buddy up here who I've had a key to his house for a couple years. I'll probably go stop by there." You know what I mean? Like, he's smart in how he delivers that shit. Like, he's not, you know. Yeah.
1: No, he, it's genius. Uh, and then my last point is just a future take, which I I reserve the right to say I never said it. Okay. Uh, it ha- has to, well, I didn't know that this FIBA World Cup basketball thing was happening. Okay. Did not know that. Uh, so my future take, which again I reserve the right to say that I never said it. Right. Is that But the, we do have evidence. Is that the US will not put their best foot forward and we will get wrecked by like Spain or somebody.
0: So uh, I am calling right now and I can't wait for the odds come out. Canada will win this. Next World Cup of basketball.
1: Okay. We'll but see. My the main take of that is the US will not put their best foot forward because they'll go reach out the best players in the world. Oh yeah world. they just won't play. They just won't play.
0: The team, no the teams are already up boys. Like they're already
1: set. Yeah they
2: have their tryouts this past this past year. <laughs> yeah they always do that because they invite like I think they invite like 35 players and then they cut like 15 and then they cut five more to oh. get whatever number you end up with. But, but yeah. I'm just
1: saying like uh like uh, uh oh you uh, mean like open tryouts? yeah it's no I mean. don't think there's like
2: open trials <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's invite only. Uh, I do want to say one more thing about UK before we go on. The, the one thing I, I want to say, I was talking about Rob doing him and how he's probably going to do some things that drive everybody crazy this year. But I want to say one thing super, super positive about him. They, He was the one player coming in where everybody just kind of thought he was going to be super selfish and maybe not buy into the whole team thing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, he had a game, the second game, he had nine assists. He, he wasn't shooting the ball well, Well, so there was that game. The next game, he wasn't playing very well at all, and Cal sat him for the majority of the game, and Reed Shepard ended up playing, and that's where he looked the best in one of his games. And they interviewed him afterwards, and they've done this to him. They did it after every game, and they've done it all summer long. They've tried to catch him. They keep putting pressure on him to, like – To mess up, to slip up and give a bad answer, basically is what I'm trying to say. They're trying to catch him and and make him say something that makes him sound selfish or makes him sound like he doesn't want to be a team player. And he said – he literally said, "Guys, I was playing like crap today. My brothers were playing better. I want them to be in the game. They should have been in the game because they're playing better than I was." He's like, "I'm going to do whatever I got to do to be the best teammate, and the best team player I I can be. I'm going to go practice and try to get better, and hopefully, I can get to, I get to play more the next game." You know the mainstream. Love you know the main,
1: love You know the mainstream media headline out of that would be. Like, Rob Dillingham thinks his teammates are his brothers. Yeah. They're not actually related. <laughs> yeah, they're
2: not. Or click here to find out if they're yeah. actually related. Click here to get the get the uh, paternity test. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, for a kid that's still 18 years old, to be able to give that kind of a response, and, and like I said, that that wasn't the first time he's been asked that type of question. That's like the 30th time, and he's answered it right every time. I, I actually, on the four, he is going to drive me crazy, but I – It just it it actually like took me back a little bit that he answered that because I was watching that he answered that the way he did I was like man I'm actually proud of that kid for just a good answer kind of give well and just kind of giving them a fuck you like (laughs) hey stop asking me this fucking question man like
1: yeah all right uh we got to get to our Fab Five this week this fat this week's Fab Five we've been cooking this one for a little bit. Which when Kinda I say like that we, when I say we've been cooking it for a little bit, okay, means might be something I ain't doing. we wrote the answers down before we hit record. Uh, but this week's Fab Five is Fab Five Country Strong guys. Yep, these are just guys. They ain't got to be like Farmer Bill from down the road, but just guys that get they got a little bit of that in them that you could be like, yeah, I could I could throw hay with that guy, yeah, or he could probably throw hay better than me, yeah. You know, country strong guys.
0: Uh, or they just look fat
1: but they can just yeah. fucking lift the oh, car I, off somebody. I think the majority of our listeners understand yeah know, country strong you know We're talking about our people here our people these are our people All right who would like to go first I am going to elect not to go first Ooh. How about that
0: I'll go, I'll first. go first Okay
1: go ahead go 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 ahead go ahead I'm going to go with
0: Stephen Adams
2: Oh okay oh, that's I like a good it one. I, I like, like it. that a yeah. lot dude
0: that son of a bitch, all the stories I've ever Damn. heard about this long-ass, lanky-looking motherfucker who looks like a cracked-out uh, Jason Momoa, every every story that I've heard of him, everybody loves him, and he literally can just lift people in the air
2: yeah.
0: and just throw them away. Because he's the, also the... So like, is a cheerleader? he's a chill He's the bruiser, <laughs> but at the same time, he's the, the person that makes sure everything's okay.
1: Is he... Hawaiian or, or Polynesian?
0: I don't think um, so. He is actually low key not what you think he is. No, at I think all. he's like uh, Polish on. or something. Uh, he is actually like totally different from what everything thinks.
1: Oh, because everybody thinks. Well, are you going to tell us or he doesn't? Well, know. let me look it up and I'll. <laughs> so, five. Chris, Chris, <laughs> are you <laughs> next or am I next? next? I'll go next. Uh, my number five, I'm just going to go ahead and take it off the board before it gets got, is Jared Allen. Oh, that's a good one defensive oh, end for the Minnesota All right. yeah. Vikings.
2: You both have two really good
1: ones. i am kind of like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jared. I mean Jared Allen doesn't need a lot of He's explaining. New Zealand. No. He's New Zealand. That's what I was, was saying because New Zealand uh so I was almost right because New Zealand's basically kind really. ah, It's no. Maori,
2: Maori's Pacific Islander. I know I know this is uh this is this I'm not going to steal anybody's here, but it, when he said that it made me think of uh Kai uh, Who's the kid that played for U.K. basketball a couple years ago? He was a lumberjack.
1: Oh, shit. You
2: remember what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, I don't know his name. Basketball?
2: Yeah. He, I'll look it up here in a minute, but that's what it made me think of. When he you're, ain't busty
0: strong, I'll tell you that.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> bullshit. He's a lumberjack.
0: Okay. All
2: right. And he's from the same place as Stephen Adams. That's what made me think about it. Uh, New Zealand. Uh, Fuck, I cannot remember his name. Yeah, I'll think of it in a minute. Is it my turn? Yep. All right, my number five. I'm gonna keep it close to home. Uh, good old Woodford County boy. So I mean, but he is in the NFL now, so I mean it counts. Uh, Drake Jackson. Okay. I feel like Drake because he was a smaller dude. I mean, obviously he's smaller is, you know, how you look at it. But he was like six foot, I think, and just and he was just like a pit bull, just little, a pit bull, little baby. bulldog man, yeah, like country strong. I think struggling. he's country strong for country sure. That, and that boy has probably for real legit thrown some hay too. So think so. Yeah,
1: yes. Probably throw throwing some barrels in the rick, in the Rick house. Probably probably does that too. Yep. Corey, what's your number four?
0: Uh, my number four, the only actor. So I have a lot of uh, sports players. My only actor is David ha- uh, Harbour, also known as Hopper from Stranger Things.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's a real good one.
0: Fucking he's a fucking horse, Yeah,
2: yeah, that's for sure. That's a good one.
1: He's just got the look. Yeah, he does. Like no, a, he's also a big
0: dude. No, I'm just saying. He's like not like five five or something well, yeah, like that. Well, part yeah,
1: of, part of being big is part of your look. Right.
2: So. But he has a
0: mustache. He's got the mustache, whatever. Yeah, He, he, what he also
2: just looks like a dude that, like, he could be super country strong, but also drink a six-pack every night. Yeah. Or more.
0: Yeah. Hey, that was my number four. Show's number four? Six pack? You. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What's your number four?
1: Six-pack? We're agreeing with you. Okay. What's your number four? My number four... My number four is Madison Bumgarner. Oh, that's a good one too. Legit
2: country. Me?
1: Legit country strong. I like
0: he is okay, all right. Yeah, I forgot about his farm. Uh yeah, okay, you're right. You're the right.
1: dude raises beef in West Virginia and then also participated in rodeos during the off season of football. Country okay. country strong. And yeah.
0: you could also, you could argue that Mad Bum is the greatest playoff pitcher of all time.
1: I would say greatest game seven pitcher of all time, which has nothing to do with being country strong.
0: No, but it's, it's I a, don't a, know, it's not know, man. Blast. He yeah. came
1: off one day rest to pitch game seven. That's, that's country true. strong. That's true. That's push- he's he
0: only won two championships for the Giants. That's yeah.
2: gritting it out for sure. That's country strong.
1: Nate, what's your number four?
2: Uh, my number four. So uh, a couple of these are kind of funny. So this one is one of my kind of funny ones, but it's it's this it's this player, this person now, not in his prime. Okay. Frank Thomas Yeah <laughs> Alright He's yeah. got He's, he's doing it. He's doing the it. nugenics You know what I mean yeah. He's getting that He's getting that old man uh, <laughs> Freaky freaking, old man strength get, Got that old man strength And, and nowadays Like obviously in, in the peak of his career He was a pretty ripped dude Yeah But he's always kind of been Just a touch overweight
1: Yeah And like now He's definitely got Like the beer belly going Like my man is strong though. Oh yeah 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 Frank Thomas for sure Could Could hang Hang tobacco up And up in the Raptors I don't know if you don't have him up in the Raptors. I think Frank's going to be on the wagon. He's going to be on the wagon handing up. Well, he's also like six-something, so it's not a long haul. For yeah. Well, we also don't want Frank
0: Thomas in Raptors because that's bad.
1: Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Corey, number <laughs> hey, three. You all took it a different way. I don't all right, <laughs> so my number three, man, this is tough. i got so many Olis. <clears throat> no one says yeah. that. What was, what? What was that? What? no one says O L I. What is that? I don't we are going to, we are going to break looking you of that. in. We're gonna break you of that. Oh yeah, that's terrible.
2: You're never
0: gonna break me of that. My number three. Circle on back to what we were talking about earlier. Vaughn Miller. Yep.
2: Oh, nice. This motherfucker is like
0: three different ranches in Texas and Denver and everywhere. Uh, he, one, he's just like you look at him. He is working out when he actually goes out. To his ranch. That's what he does. Yeah. And then in the middle of the season, he just fucking does work.
1: Yeah. Von Miller. legit He's legit country strong. Yeah.
0: Crazy, crazy country strong. Yeah.
1: Legit country strong. All right. My number three is kind of a no-brainer. Brock Lesnar. That's a good one. You yeah. I mean? Ooh. Also.
0: Awesome. Oh wow. This year I'm three. Okay. Yeah. Number three, Brock
1: Lesnar. No brainer. Grew up on a dairy farm. You know. Yeah. Basically. Treated every person in the NCAA like a fucking milk cow and just tossed them around. <laughs> Him and Sable
0: have one of the biggest farms in Minnesota. Like, period.
1: Yeah, still fucking hilarious that he married Sable. I wonder how many times they've had to replace the drywall in their bedroom.
2: Ooh, from throwing her around. I don't know. Like in a in a good way. I not. not a, I would
0: watch that sex. Would you? I bet it's aggressive both ways.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. They, I bet there's a lot of breathing. I <laughs> I was gonna say slapping, but you
2: said breathing, and that's way better. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's I love good, that. Corey or Nate. You're number three. Uh, th- my, so I'm gonna I'm to uh, switch mine around a little bit since you since you went Brock, kind of a no brainer. This one's also a no brainer. But Mark Felix. The freaking uh, strongman, yes, Mark but, Felix, but, I like it. But he also obviously he's he's. I don't think he's ever won, so he's always been like top five in he's the world strongman, world
1: strongest man, like England or whatever. Yeah, several times.
2: But he's also like just. I mean, all of, all of those guys aren't like ripped. They're like. They're, big, Actually, they're strong. They're, men. they're big, strong yeah, dudes. Strong so like, men, yeah. He looks like he could literally throw a bella of hay over that mountain, yeah. like Actually,
1: like a round bale.
2: <laughs> yeah, like legit, Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just toss it. Like you could round bale alfalfa.
1: Alpha, don't let it dry, and yeah, he'll just pick yeah. it up yeah. and carry. it He'll
2: pick it up and carry it out to the field and just yep. drop it out for the
1: cows. Like that. Mark Felix. I yeah. like that. dig yeah.
2: I, I couldn't. I couldn't remember his name. I had to look it up because I was like, "Who is that yeah. dude?"
1: I could picture him, but Mark Felix, is a strong motherfucker. Yeah. He his. Biggest the biggest thing against him that why he didn't do very well and it is just because everyone else was that, just stronger at that time. Like he was yeah. he was there at the same time as Marius Pujanowski. Yeah, he was which, like six time world strongest man. So yeah. what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? All right, Corey, you're number two.
0: I'm saying sports and I'm gonna get my coach in. I'm gonna go with Coach O. Ed Orgeron. Oh, man, I
1: like that a this lot. This
2: motherfucker.
0: Yeah. I know if somebody pissed him off, he was 2 handing one of those kids on a fucking locker and be like, Boy, you gotta fucking do it right. Yeah. Ed Orgeron is the man of all men. Country strong country sh- country as shit. eating Louisiana style. Was- I don't see how this is not... He's he's just a he's country
2: strong.
1: There it is.
0: There it is. Uh, I
2: feel like I feel like he wrestles alligators for dinner. So I mean, for sure. We've gotten to that phase <laughs> tonight already. I love it. Sorry.
1: <laughs> you just you get quiet for 5 seconds at a time.
0: <laughs> they see
1: it. they see it. So good. All right, my number 2. Uh, we're talking about country strong guys. What about Big Country Roy Nelson? Oh, let's go. That was good. Good. Call. That's awesome. I think that was, that might have been the inspiration for this. Uh, big Country? Yeah, That's for this fair. For Country Strong Fab Five. But Roy Nelson, he's literally called Big Country. Yeah. And he's a big fat guy who's really good at fighting, or yep. was. Was. I'd say, I mean, he could still. price. I could, wouldn't fight him. I was going to say, if you put. I'd say he beat our ass. If you put random people and filled up a high school gym, he could probably beat all of them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Even the children. Nate, number <laughs> especially, two Especially the children Especially the children <laughs> These little fucks They always got a tablet And their neon socks And they're just like No one can touch me like, Big country uh, Knock your ass out My
2: number two uh, Obviously I, He's he's a good old boy From, from the sticks of Kentucky uh, But he also had A little bit of that Like uh, Not the dog in him But a little bit of that I'll do whatever it takes To you know get a little up on you Like a little country A little hood maybe even yeah, a little cash Daniel
1: Oh yeah Some cash Daniel Yeah I like Cash Dale's Country Strong. Yeah, you, you know my boys out there fishing, throwing some hay. It's fun. It's it, it works out because while while on scholarship at the University of Kentucky, he was also on the Kentucky Bass Fishing Team. Correct. That's Country Strong. That is Country Strong. That's Country Strong. Also did steroids. Definitely did steroids. Yeah. And also
0: low-key, he just literally ruined his own career by himself.
2: And turned down. OVW,
1: which was really dumb, but anyway. Now ruining <clears throat> yeah. ruining your own life—that's country strong. That's country strong right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's the epitome of country but strong. Yes, you're, That's accurate. <laughs> there are there are entire towns in the state of Kentucky made up <laughs> yeah. of Cash Daniels. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure.
2: Top to bottom, <laughs> mayor to fucking no. janitor. <laughs> like, yep,
1: yep. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Corey, who is your number one country strong number guy? Number
0: one is Vince Wilfork.
1: Fuck! Oh, God damn it! Really? Motherfucker! Stow it? Oh! swear to God. Best Yes, dude. I was, that was going to be me. he's so fucking country. I know! Dude, but he's country strong. He's got more
0: ranches than Bob Miller ever thought about. He just motorboats out there. Did you say Bob like, Vigler? comes out and he's Bob like Miller. cooking fucking barbecue for everybody, he is the definition of... Of country strong. I thought I was gonna he steal fucking shit everywhere.
1: I thought I was gonna steal this fucking Fab Five with that pick, mm. and I opted to go second.
2: You did. You chose to go second. Damn you me. gave the Has pick sorry,
0: away. This Vince Wilford is one of the most country people, but he's so goddamn strong. So strong. Because I've heard all the interviews of, of, of players that play with him and stuff or against him. He was just a brick shit house, and nobody could do anything against no. him.
1: No, Vince Wilfork coming through the A gap. Game over. Done. Done. All right. Ah, fuck. I, luckily, I ha- I had an honorable mention. This was my number one was also Vince Wilfork, but I'll give a different one as my honorable mention. Number one is uh, another strong man, Brian Shaw. That's another good one. Product of Texas. Yep, Texas boy. An enormous human being. G-
2: ginormous human being.
1: And could and I mean it would just be him and Mark Felix out there just. Just being big and strong. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) just pulling trees up through the roots. Yeah. It's insane. But yeah, Brian Shaw. I actually saw a video. It was fucking hysterical one time. Him and this dude that's like a CrossFit guy, not necessarily a strong man, still a big dude. They went to a Planet Fitness and Brian Shaw maxed out every machine in the building.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Uncle
1: Uncle alert. Well, I think they had that. I mean, you know. If Brian if if Brian Shaw walks into yeah a they're gonna fitness, let him do and they're filming yeah and they're filming like oh yeah sorry is, fair enough fair but enough. but yeah, yeah dude right. he he fucking I mean every in one go, Like, just went down the line maxed out every machine they had that's awesome that's
2: insane
0: that's awesome
2: uh, my number one uh, to me when I think of Country Strong I think of people that may not look like they're super strong, but just got that old man strength or just that country strength like kinda out of nowhere. So my number one for a country strong, Uncle Cy. Si from <laughs> I think I think my man Is just I bet he's stronger Than fuck Yeah he, I bet when he was like 40 and younger dude He threw some weight around Just yeah. worked his ass off Not Phil And now he Nope Nope Not Phil <laughs> Now he's just Reaping the reward You know Sitting around yeah. doing Nothing drinking sweet tea all fucking day <laughs> That's That's my number one
1: Country strong That's so awesome <laughs> I do have a couple Oli's All right Let's hear it. Braun Strowman, because
0: I think he is that's good. legit. No drugs or anything. He just a he's from Virginia. He's a kind of strong dude.
1: Have you ever seen a picture of his dad? It's it runs in the genes. His dad's a monster. Really? Yeah.
0: No, fair enough. But like I I thought actually you were gonna take Braun Strowman. That's why I didn't put it. Yeah in, in my I, I think about that. And then um I got a couple older guys that I kinda think that are just like Strong, like old man strong. All right. I guess
2: that fills in the country. I got Dennis Quaid. Okay. All right. yeah, I, I like can see, yeah, see that. I really dude. like that's that. You're really yeah. good.
0: And I got Idris Elba.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, I definitely agree with that one. I like that one, yeah. Uh I'm trying to think. I had uh, that fuck, what the fuck? I, I was trying to think of like some baseball players. Like, that's what I was trying like to think Nolan of. Ryan
2: probably fucking but that's not oh, who that's I was That's who uh, I was trying to think you. of. Was Nolan was, Ryan. Ron. Yeah, he, I, you know, you know, he's country strong, but there was somebody else I was trying to think of. I just can't, I can't remember who it was. But. I was trying What's to,
0: the, uh, Mike? P- oh, no, not Mike. Uh,
2: Mike Piazza. What was his name? No,
0: no, oh, no, no, Mike. Hunter, Pence? The, the fucking uh, giant player during the Mad Bomb era, where he didn't wear any gloves and oh. he just squatted all the way down. Oh, Jeff Bagwell. Yeah, yeah, yes.
1: Jeff Bagwell. Yeah, you thinking Jeff Bagwell? No. Oh. Oh no. That's what I was saying. Are you thinking? Are you thinking of Hunter Pants? Yes, I'm thinking hundred pants. Okay. Pulled that name out of my ass. Yeah, that was good. Uh yeah, there's a lot of country strong guys in baseball. There's just a lot of people in baseball too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, not related to the Fab Five, but now that we're talking baseball and what people look like. Uh Uh-oh. Matt uh Corey, you might appreciate this one. I'm working on a take. I have no evidence other than the look on his face. But yeah. I th- I think Matt Olson might be a serial killer. Okay.
0: So I can profile him, because I, I got you, fam. I got you, baby.
1: He's just, like, I've seen pictures of him and, like, video of him in the dugout and stuff like that. And and I've also seen, a, you know, uh, being with a, a a woman that works for the government, as far as Department of Corrections, I've seen a lot of people's faces that are ne'er-do-wells. And, yep. And then I've also watched a lot of true crime documentaries, and Matt olson has got a look on his face that he could he like he could kill you.
0: So you're you're worried about uh, you're worried about him, Matt Olson, and you're not worried about Acuna. Acuna, I'm sorry, my bad. Why
1: would I be or worried about a couple it? of the
0: other players that you have on your team that we have evidence that
1: they need to the shit? Hold on, out of what is Acuna done? You're doing? worried about Matt Olson. What has Acuna done? There
0: was a small it was a small thing.
1: Okay, but, so a small thing. All right. People get into small things all the time. Oh, shit. Damn
0: it. I fucked it
1: up. All the small things. Oh, my God. All right. We've had a good podcast. I think it's time we do that thing we love to do at the end of each podcast. I think it's time to drop the mic. I'll go first this time. Betrayal. Uh Uh-oh. Hang on. I got to open my phone. But Betrayal. Betrayal. Now that I have everybody's attention, fuck! It totally just shut me out of what I was looking at.
0: Oh, you hate to see it.
1: Jerry Stackhouse, head coach, <laughs> head coach of Vanderbilt, uh huh, has hired uh, none other than Brad Calipari. Oh yeah, yeah. To his coaching that. staff as the uh, director of on-court player development. Yeah, it's it's it was earned, not given. Earned, not given. Uh, ultimate betrayal. I mean.
0: Kind of like
1: diabetes, or not giving. It's <laughs> well, only type two, but uh, it's literally. I mean, this is literally scar throwing Mufasa off the cliff. I I think that's the only place he could get a job, so
2: I'm actually okay with
1: it. I know, but I want to run with this betrayal. Yeah, part. I get it. I mean, it would be fun, wouldn't it be fun? Wouldn't no, cause I, it, I just don't care. Wouldn't it add just a level of sriracha to that game? Kentucky versus Vandy. If everybody's like "fuck you, Brad," that would be. Cr- I hope there's some he, he chance. An
0: assistant in two, like uh, uh, like two other places, he can be assistant some other place. Yeah, but- I think this is a plant, straight up. A plant.
1: (laughs) You think Coach Cal sent Brad down there as a plant? That's, I like it. He was already
0: doing other assistant things. (laughs) I like I think it's a straight up plant.
1: I love that
2: idea, but I would just hope that Cal doesn't need to send plants to fucking Vanderbilt. Yeah.
1: Also, wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't he send it to like Alabama? Yeah. No. Arkansas, Tennessee? Yes. Okay. Fair enough.
0: But it also looks weird that Jerry Stackhouse, who can barely, now granted, Danny's been chat, but like, if you're going to get anybody to come to band, it's Jerry, he's been here and then you're going to hire arguably one of our top three rivals, Son, to come scout for you or whatever.
1: Or, or is this an olive branch? Because you, notoriously in the past, Jerry Stackhouse has played some really dirty games. Against UK oh, True story and, Or Oh my god Even I've been watching A lot of I've been watching Game of Thrones Okay So like By the way Are they gonna kill everybody? Well hold on By the way listeners <laughs> I started watching Game of Thrones No spoilers uh, But uh, like What if Stackhouse is like He's like He's like uh, Hello John I have your son Anything you do That I do not see Pleases the Vanderbilt Commodores I will take it out On your son Yeah that would be sick, like, like what if we just pump them for like thirty points and he just beats the shit out of Brad in the locker room? <laughs> that I could get behind. And then sends a picture to Cowards like, you shouldn't have done this. <laughs> that I would watch. Like, sends him a picture of Brad tied up to a chair, like you did this. I like it. I like it. <coughs> oh, you gonna be all right, there, fella? Yeah, I did too many voices.
0: I all think right. it's weird. I, I think that one's very weird.
1: Well, it's the. Uh, senior director of on-court player development, so like he's basically like, hey guys, run some suicides. Yeah. That's it. Because unless Cal's done something, like he's been under some tutelage or whatever, or uh, I say Cal meaning Brad. Yeah. If, unless Brad's, you think
0: Brad? You think Brad's like out there being like, hey guys, let's go. Like, no, he's well, not doing that. I mean,
1: that's kind of what he's being paid to do. Yeah. That's stupid. Well, I mean, it's a job, isn't it? <laughs> I, pays more than my church yeah, job. pays probably. So. I mean, uh, it would be sick if I got to go to my job and and be like, "Hey, I mean, I'm, come I, on, boys, I'm gonna try and do know, my job," and then my boss is like, like, "That's dumb."
0: I, just, I think it's hysterical that like Jerry Stackhouse has all these fucking connections with a lot of you know. It's the same thing as uh, oh helping out Michigan, uh, uh Jawan Howard. Like they have all these connections, and then you just hire a coach to help you that might be the son of a coach that is one of your top rivals.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) That was the longest journey to get to nowhere. Oh, man. I wish you could see my face right now, Corey. Me too. I was shook. Shook. (laughs) Shook. Nate, what's
2: your (laughs) mic drop? My mic drop is this, man. I don't know if you boys heard or not, but over the weekend, uh, there was an American soldier – that went into North Korea and was captured.
1: Oh, shit. Now,
2: Ooh, that okay. sounds scary, and I'm sure for that individual, it is scary. But also, there's a reason why you don't go over to North Korea. That's yeah. because they capture you and do shit like that. Yeah. Like, he literally was just, he was literally on a tour. Uh, I'm, I don't think he was in uniform, so I'm really not sure how they knew, but, like, Everybody got off the tour bus and were, like, walking around by the, the actual, you know, the border line. And then, su- supposedly, he just started laughing and ran across the border. And then they captured him and he didn't come back. And then, and then shit fucking hit the fan. So then, you know, everybody, like, everybody that was on the tour was like, holy fuck. like They thought he was joking. So, uh, I did hear, I, I heard that on uh, 103.3 this morning. So, they were saying, you know, I bet he was fucking like trying to do a damn TikTok or something. Oh, man. And then it got got real. So I hope for his sake that that it wasn't that dumb. But just don't be stupid as my mic drop. Like, people were dumb. Like, I don't think Sometimes, especially people that haven't been to another country, don't realize like how serious the rest of the world can be. But like, especially over there, I mean, that well, a
0: different country is one thing. North Korea, it's that, that's a different. What, different that, that,
2: that's what I'm saying. Especially over there, like that tension has been there for <laughs> fifty decades. years. Yeah. Like that's not something you just fucking play around with. So while I do feel bad that this guy got captured, the, I will be honest. The, my first initial thought was, "You kind of had that coming." Dude. Yeah, you like,
1: kind of asked for that one. Uh, on the flip side, though. We're gonna we're we're gonna have to send more than just Brittany, Brittany Griner. Griner like a word. <laughs> God damn it, Corey, <laughs> quit cucking my. Phone. I was already thinking it too, but I, just, I was <laughs> gonna let it go. We're gonna have to send more than Brittany Griner to get him back.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know,
1: well, no, but they don't want her. They already they already proved like that. Maybe Lisa
2: Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. because no,
0: they're not dumb enough to do. Or I Dina
2: to what, what,
1: what are what Mia Hamm's doing? You know, Mia Hamm. Different sport, but they have soccer in North Korea. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, we could send LA.
1: we could send Dennis Rodman to negotiate the transfer. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because they're tight. They are tight.
0: they're yeah. tight. They're tight. Yeah. Honestly, um, he
2: probably will be the one that goes and does that.
0: Yeah, low key too. The World's uh, Women's World Cup starts in a week in two days.
2: Yeah, can't no, wait. Two days. Oh, was it? Two days.
1: Can't wait to sure, see. Sure can't wait to see a team of women bitch about the pay they agreed to.
2: Yep. But, however, uh, I think I can't remember which one of you two I was telling this to this weekend. But this year's World Cup, it uh, actually has several teams that are pretty good. So it's not like in the past, you know, the U.S. women have just kind of run away with it. Yeah, I mean, There's a very
0: chance, uh, me and you talking. This is a very good chance we might lose.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like, we are not guaranteed to win this one at all. There's several really good teams, we'll so it, it'll actually
1: be good. Yeah. And what will be sick is if they do lose, they'll still get the guaranteed money that they agreed to. <laughs> right. Right. Instead of how the men get paid, where they don't get paid if they lose, lose. out. Yeah. And then, but but somehow that's agreeing, agreeing to that. That's somehow sexist. And racist. Man, it and sucks racist. When you agree to something. And, and, and discriminatory against and
0: then you gotta, the LGBTQ kind of fucking perform and then be pissed about it. Oh, it sucks.
1: Yeah. Corey, what's your mic drop?
0: No, that was it, pretty much. Oh Uh, shit, that's right. Your mic dropped. Women's national. My thing is just what
1: was your mic drop? The women's world cup.
0: Yeah, it started. Oh, Um, my bad. No, it's just starting. Like we're all fans. We got a little too close because um, the the men's shouldn't have been that late. Obviously, because you know, but it just snuck up on us a little bit.
2: Yeah. Oh, definitely did. I'm and the girls to play
0: on Thursday. And uh, we got to support
2: them. Hell yeah. Uh, USA. USA. Chris, what's your uh, mic drop?
1: <laughs> well, my mic drop was a betrayal thing. <coughs> Did we all go? Damn, yeah, we're you... good. It's, we've had a good episode. Damn, we all fucked that up. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Hope you continue to listen to the podcast. Share it with your friends. You know what to tell them. Subscribe, rate, and review so we can grow this little community we got going. And as always, thank you now.